Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. listening to the free form rock podcast is everybody in is everybody in is everybody in the ceremony is about to begin this has a new album crazy nights is their 21st record crazy nights debuted on the charts at number 57 with a bullet crazy nights and it was produced by ron nevis they just released their latest and tonight they're here to do the first single crazy crazy night when i it comes to anniversaries i shout out the major ones a significant milestone years and today is the 35th anniversary of a record that came out on this day back in 1987 and it's an album by Kiss called Crazy Nights. And it's an album that was from their non-makeup period that featured the lineup of Bruce Kulick on guitar and the late, great Eric Carr on drums. And it's an interesting album in the Kiss catalog. And I know that, like me, we have a lot of hardcore Kiss fans that listen to this show. But it's a pretty polarizing record. Got a brand new album out, Crazy Nights. And I caught up with Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley recently and asked them, it's your brand new album, what's it all about, boys? Well, if you buy the album, you'll find a hole in the middle of it. And uh, it's actually, it's 11 songs. And we spent a good bit of time doing it. And uh, it's great. I mean, I, I can't lie. Folks, it's great. It's, it's in the tradition of everything we've done that's real good. I think we kind of liken it to a a cross between maybe Animalized, which was the album before last, and Destroyer, which was a pretty good album from what everybody tells us. One of your classics. Yeah, it? so it's quite good. I mean, we spent quite a bit of time writing it, and uh, I think everybody's going to like it. I mean, we're pleased. Gene, I noticed that Ron Nevison produced the album for you. Now, he seems to be everybody's favorite producer at the moment after his success with Ozzy and Hart last year. What attracted you to him? Actually, uh, Ron wears very tight pants, and that was one of the more important reasons that we got involved with him. No, that's not so at all. Ron had actually been known to us for a while for his work with uh, the earlier English groups, Bad Company and you Led Zeppelin and so on. Right. <clears throat> and that was really much more the appealing factor instead of his recent success with some of the more recent groups. That's not as important. But we'd been producing our own albums for quite some time, and we thought, Maybe it was time to have somebody else to have a sounding board off of. And Ron seemed like a very good choice. In fact, he really came through, did, did a terrific job. I noticed a lot of the material on the new album seems to be written in conjunction with people outside of the band. You, Paul, will go away and write with right. someone else, <coughs> and so will Eugene. Don't you guys but ever also write together? Within, also within the band, though. The band also co-writes material with each other. Bruce Kulick and Eric Carr, our guitar player and drummer, lead guitar player and drummer, also co-wrote the material back and forth. So some were outside writers, and some of the material was within the band. But what about you two? Don't you two ever no, write together? No. I think, I think what happened at some point is that we pretty much established styles that were complementary within the band's framework, but at the same time, I think it was essential that they stayed separate. Um, in the beginning, there was a, a more similarity in, in our writing style, so maybe they complemented each other when we wrote together. Um, I think at this point, they've both developed in a way that balanced each other, and it, I think it's kind of important to the balance of the band that, that we 
keep a certain integrity in our own writing. I don't think that either one of us, quite honestly, wants to compromise for the other. You know, when you, when you have certain ideas of what you want to do, you don't want to give in to somebody else, especially him. I don't want to give in. <laughs> Certainly not. Do you I wouldn't want to give in to me either. Do you, do you have a fight about material? Oh, sure, all the time. Rayon, Dacron, Nylon. All the time. No, we, I think part of a healthy relationship, anybody that tells you they don't have tiffs, which is a word I never use, but you understand what that means, uh, is really just playing nice politics. We, we fight all the time. You know, this material is better than that material. Let's pick this instead of that. But sooner or later, the cream rises to the top. And always the, the main the main motivation for us is always to make the best possible record and oftentimes you have to put push ego aside i mean ego is a great uh motivation but you know you have to push it aside and <laughs> often the best songs whoever writes them they have to they have to be used and uh it doesn't matter that more more of the songs on this record are paul's they're just better songs. And quite honestly, what, what we felt in the States was if that's all it is, then we'd just as soon tell our fans to tape it off MTV, you know, because there's really no need to get people paying for something that they can have for free. In other words, it would almost be like subsidizing the cost of making the video in the first place, which I don't think is anything that the fans should have to do. You do the videos is almost a gift to the fans, and then you're turning around and saying, pay for it. So if we were going to put out a package, we felt, let's make it special. Let's give um, vintage footage, which is a lot of the stuff that um, we I should, think... We should mention here, actually, what is actually on this video. We, there's archive material. Yeah, and there's, there's live old, material. as in black and white stuff that goes back. Uh, some of it has never been tele televised or telecast. Yeah, when we were in... It's an open... Uh, there's films of us as an opening act. You know, so we were playing a hall for about 3,800 people as the support band. And there's, um, you know, just really stuff that chronicles the, the band. But a lot of start. it is us uh, swimming around, fooling around with a lot of scantily clad females in Paul's summer home in Los Angeles, which is this big palatial uh, house of decadence. It says so as you pull up to it. It says 3819 uh, Mockingbird Lane, House of Decadence. It says so right on the... So it's, it's fun. I mean, there's great footage. There's also all the videos. There's also interviews with us. There's um, some beautiful women. Um, how, do you, how do you view those bands, with, in particular bands like Wasp or Twisted Sister, who've obviously copped a lot of your look it's and fun. music? I think it's fun. You can't, you can't ever. Every band's got to live or die by their own talent, and everybody listens to other bands. We certainly grew up. We don't make any claims to being you know, the most unique and totally original band that ever existed. We also grew up and listened to other bands and were likewise influenced by the bands that we grew up with, specifically a lot of British bands. Uh, Zepp I just got choked up by that. You know, Zeppelin, The Who, a lot of English bands, specifically the more uh, flamboyant of the bands. And so these bands were influenced by us and, you know, that's, that's the cycle. Rock lives on and it's fine. You also can't negate that bands every day are influenced by each other. I mean, it's not necessarily only saying new bands. I mean, just by, by reason of the fact that we're all playing music, you're influenced by what's going on around you. And um, I wouldn't want to be so pig-headed 
to think that you know we're we're this magical force that created a, a genre of music, right? You know, how long how long are you going out for this time? Where will you be going? As, until we drop, we have no no particular plans. We have the first couple of months booked, and we'll probably stay out, you know, eight months to a year. We'll do we'll do the states, and that'll take quite a bit of time. It, it's you can easily stay in the states for six or seven months and never play the same hall and do five shows a week, you know, and, and play arenas from coast to coast. So we'll do that, and then after that we'll probably. Um, gear up to do Europe. I mean, we're, we're definitely, right. yeah, we're definitely, you know, uh, definitely going to be here. Ideally, we'd like to come over during summer and do festivals, because the the one thing that's sometimes difficult for us is when people are seeing photos of us and hearing about our show. Sometimes when you come to Europe, you have to compromise that because, quite honestly, some of the stages that we've used, we'd have to knock out the side walls and some of the the halls to get that thing in. So by playing arenas, um, we're a bit limited, but to do the festivals, we'd be able to do the whole show. And that's real important to us at this point. I don't think we want to compromise that, especially for the fans. The question always arises, how much longer can they keep this up for? Do you see KISS continuing into the 1990s and keeping up the same relentless success that you enjoyed in the 70s and 80s? It's, it's a so, big question. Yeah, it's so hard to say. All you can do is continue something as long as it's fun and if it's not fun for the people that you're doing it for then it's not going to be fun for you and and vice versa i mean if you're not enjoying it i think people are going to see through what you're doing and say well they're going through the motions so it's also it's kind of like a party i mean when you're at a party you don't worry about how long you're going to stay as long as it's fun you're there and so far this has been an endless party. The refrigerator's still stocked. There's still something to drink. There's good food to eat. And lots of girls. And lots of girls. All right, you're listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we're sitting, smoking, and drinking, and your ringside. I hope you're on top of the world, because we got Jerry, man. You picked this episode, so you do the introductions, bitch. Oh, all right, man. Well, we have... I'm going to do a little different tonight. I'm going to introduce the special guest today first. Uh, the awesome, the legendary, the man Jeff Beers, man. How you doing? Oh, uh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm great, man. Uh, yeah, I'm all right, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Right on. Uh, Kiss, right. you know, we're doing a Kiss album, so that's pretty rad. I like <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> he just doesn't like rock. Yeah, butt rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the butt rock. Not a big fan. Not my style. Um, not my style. Okay, sorry. I had to say that. Uh, besides, you know, we got you've got me and Mark, and then we got our real, real, the real, the real, the real talent behind the podcast, Charles Trainer. Man, what's up? Hey, there you go, and that's the proper way on this show. On BS, you're gonna put me up there sooner. <laughs> but on this show, I'm the star, and my new nickname. Is now Cubic Zirconia Charles. <laughs> I, I heard that. What happened? How'd that come about? Because I'm a star. I've been proclaimed the David Lee Roth Reform <laughs> Rock Podcast, but there's only one diamond, Dave. So I got to be Cubic Zirconia Chuck Charles. And Jeff Beers, I'm with the man. Fuck butt rock. We're talking about Kiss, which is always a good thing. One of my top five. 
favorite bands. Not my favorite band, but I think there might be your favorite band, right, Jeff? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Who is your favorite band, man? Is it uh, the Beatles? That would be correct. Oh, see, dude? I knew that. That's pretty rad. It is, man. I'm getting to know people, man. That's pretty cool, man. I did. And then Kiss was massively influenced by the Beatles, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, uh, and Humble Pie. Um, oh, yeah, Slade. Slade. Slade, really? Yeah. What year did Slade come out? Oh, before that, a couple years before him. Did they really? Yeah, like, they they yeah, got the yeah. idea for Shout It Out Loud from some Slade work, and they liked Slade quite a bit. Uh, and uh, Free was another influence. Oh, I guess I didn't realize Slade was, uh, I always think of him as sort of like, uh, like 1973. No, uh, Gene, all both said, especially Gene, who said, um, you drive us wild, you do, you know, from Rock and Roll Night, you'll drive us uh -huh. uh, Mama, We're All Crazy Now, that song Quiet Riot covered. And, uh, The Runaways. Come on, feel the noise. Yeah. Runaways covered that also. So... Kiss was uh, especially, I think, more so Gene and Paul, but they were into that uh, 70s British glam. So I cool. do love Slade. Big Slade fan. I think yeah, it's yeah. rad. I do, too. I do, too, man. They never really made it big in the States, except for that one album in the early 80s. You um, know, I think they're, they're making cool a comeback. I think they are, because my uh, FYE has a bunch of Slade stuff. I, like, went in there, and I'm like, they got a lot of Slade, and then I bought some of it. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, man. It, maybe they're, uh, I don't know, coming back? I don't know, you know, maybe. No, nah, the, the only guy that's still in the band is the, the only guy that's still in the band is a guitar player. All the other three have retired. Uh, I mean, like, uh, coming back in the relevance, I guess. Well, maybe oh, okay. coming back in the their stuff. Oh, real? right on. So that would explain why they're carrying it. The issues like that. I mean, I'm a big Slade fan, but you don't see much Slade, you know? Yeah, no, like that CD that uh, Jerry got, that M.O.D., that's a remastered. I guess one of the guys in the band told the Decibel Geek guys that, hey, get this stuff now because we ain't doing it anymore and it'll, it'll go away. So, Yeah. Holder's Alive? I didn't even know that. What? Naughty Holder from Slade is Alive? I got... Well, yeah, all four of them are still alive. Well, they did like that documentary on Slade. I just watched that. Too, man. I'm always he amazed how much Bro sounded like him on the uh, the Quiet Riot covers. He sounded a lot like Naughty Holder. He looked like them too. Oh, yeah. Which is, he well, looked like them and he sounded like them. It's kind of funny. Yeah, That's totally. But hey, yeah, man, fuck butt rock and fuck kid rock. Go ahead, Mark. What's <laughs> on the agenda? Uh, I'm just gonna say, man. Uh, me and Jeff have been uh, getting into some cool conversations on Facebook lately. And, and he always has to have the last word, man. So I leave him alone after he gets the stuff out he wants to say. Because <laughs> if I keep saying something, he'll keep replying, man. <laughs> you don't give up. I, I give you give oh. me props for that, man. That reminds me of myself last year. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, sometimes it'll be like two hours later and I'll like respond. I mean, you know, just keep it going. I know. It's like... You keep, like, we were talking about Rush, and you were going off about Working Man's Rad, though, man. <laughs> go, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Dude, that's a rad song, man. And I was listening to that uh, first album, and I'm like, there is some stuff on there that is, like, a longer duration song. Like, like longer, 
songs that could probably go on Fly By Night. Well, I'm just letting you That's know. That's my favorite Rush right album, too, Jeff Beers. Ah, see, there you go. And you know, dude, this guy, he said that that doesn't count because no, Neil I said, isn't on I it. said I don't count that as the first Rush album. It's a Rush album. But my first Rush album is with Neil because Neil, them three, made that band. Without Neil, it's not Rush. Uh, it's not Rush. John Rusley, dude. He's good, but they were Who Zeppelin knockoffs on that first album. Oh, no, I they don't, I don't hear be, the Who at all. They did not become the Lord of the Rings and the Progressive Kings like they did on Fly By Night with Bytor and the Snow Dog, man. Ah, uh, nah, dude. I mean, I don't really hear the Who in that album, man. Oh, dude, I hear, a like... Lot of riffage of the Who in there, dude. I hear, like, the Sabbath. I hear very, like, Sabbath, Zeppelin, um, Uriah Heep. I hear yeah. that. I don't hear the who. Yeah, but you don't Work hear Rush. Man. There you go. Work man rules. You don't hear Rush. It's not Rush till fucking we got the master of the lyricist. <laughs> till we got the professor, the lyricist. <laughs> the best lyricist of all time. I put him up there with Geezer Butler. Fucking <laughs> What's the, the lyrics for the first Rush album are just as good as any Rush album. Dude, it's just fun. Even better just, than some not, of the other Rush a, albums. It's not a progressive album. And you realize work, the song me. Working Lay Man. Your hands on me. <laughs> hey, Lay up. your hands on me. Okay, Bon Jovi. Like a man. You guys just want to ruin my train of thought. I never do that shit to you guys. Uh, I mean, come on. You think, uh, what is it, Time Stand Still is a progressive song? I mean, I don't well, like dude, that song, too. Dude, you listen too, to the rest but... of the album, yes, it is progressive. There's some fucking time signatures in Time Stand Still. So, oh, what was that grunge album they did with, like, uh... Yeah, that was, uh they did do a grunge album. That's fucking Test for Echo, right? Yeah, that one. The one that Beavis and Butthead watched. The one that uh, they thought was Lenny Kravitz. I fucking love Test for Echo, man. <laughs> Yeah, but that doesn't sound. That sounds. Uh, no, there's a lot of progressiveness in there, dude. Seriously. I don't know, dude. That first Rush album sounds just as good as any Rush album. I didn't say it did it. I just said it wasn't Rush. It was Rush, but it was. Yeah. You're not understanding what I'm saying. Rush. I'm understanding. You're saying that. No, you're saying that it doesn't count as a, the first Rush album, but it counts as a Rush album, which doesn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't. What, are you count. saying it's the second Rush okay. album? The third about, Rush how, album? How about my ranking my album rankings i'll put that last there you last. go you put that last I'll start that's with like good fly, fly by good album, it though. is a good album not as good as any other album they'd put out oh that's because not true neil wasn't on it it what neil's lyrics spoke to me man fucking love that but, shit yeah but the thing about neil right and i love neil but so <laughs> the, on that first album you can really hear alex like his guitar playing, right? On some of those other albums, you can't hear it because Neil overshadows like uh, everybody else. Like you can't hear Alex because you got this guy banging the drums, man. Seriously, I want to hear. Not. He goes off on those leads, man. If you're biting, yeah. yeah. you can't hear it, man. Dun, 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 dun. He's too quiet in the mix. No, that was him in the '80s. In the early stuff, no, he was high in the fucking mix. I don't think so. I fly by night. I think the guitar is very quiet in the mix. Oh fuck no, dude! Those solos yeah. are fucking amazing. Da -da 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 -da. That's not fucking a guitar in the beginning of Fly by Night. What is that? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a very quiet guitar, dude. It's it, quiet. 
written that The drums way. are louder. But the drums know, are louder than the guitar. But do you know who wrote the music? Alex um, and Getty. So, so then Alex wrote himself quiet. <laughs> oh, that's production. You don't write somebody quiet. You mix it quiet. Okay. Yeah. Terry Brown fucked up, I guess. But I, I hear him. I've been listening to these albums forever, man. I, I listen to Rush almost every day. Not a bad Rush album out there. Even people say, fuck, Mark, you're wrong. Hold your fire. Sucks. And I go, fuck off. <laughs> I don't care what you think. It's like, all right, let's get off this Rush discussion. I'm just getting pissed. Which one do you not like, Rich? Huh? What's going on in the background? I demonetized. Stop doing that. Are we, we, we Red Barchetta or something? What was that song? Eight. Huh? I love Red Barchetta. That's the one Rush song you don't like. Ty Shan. Oh, okay. That Eric loved, right? Dude, Eric likes that shit. I don't know what's wrong, fucking wrong with him. Silent Lucidity, which is not a bad song. No, it isn't. But hey, hey, Jeff. Also, a mutual fan of the great Lee Gersman, a nice girl, one who wants to remain anonymous, said she's a huge fan of the Jeff Beers. Larry oh, afraid of her. Well, I'm a fan of that person, too. So, right on. You'll be all happy. You're a fan of everybody except Butt Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but even though there's bands that are Butt Rock I don't like, I still, like, Creed and stuff, I still, um, I, you know, I don't wish them any harm, you know? I'm happy for all of Creed's success, even though I don't really care for them. I agree about Crazy Bitch. It's lame. Crazy bitch. <laughs> like crazy bitch. Oh, dude, it's horrible, man. Dude, you ever go to like a like a bar, right? And you got like a cover band, and you got like those like those like the drunk like older women, you know, and they always screaming, man, like hey, play crazy bitch. You know that song's about me, you know, like they're yelling, man. And if you're in the cover band, you know what I'm talking about, man, because they're always want to hear that song and it's not it's horrible it's not good it's bad i don't like it i don't oh, like God. it at all that song pissed off my first wife so i love it <laughs> got good memories she made me listen to ace of bass and backdoor boys man fuck <laughs> played that song she got pissed huh don't call them backdoor boys okay back, back, backdoor street they didn't do anything to you they did they made music. what they made music no. Oh, really? Did Sammy Hagar done nothing to you, right? He Who are we talking about? He did shit to the world. Yeah, so Backstreet Boys did the same thing to me. So put it into Sammy fucking no. shit. I don't know, man. I always get them in, in sync mixed up. I, I can't. I don't know what's going to switch. She didn't, uh, listen to, she didn't listen to that band, so I was okay with that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which one's which, dude. Nothing wrong with new kids, man. New kids on the fucking on my cock. Fuck, buddy. They will fuck you up in the street, man. That's some bad boys right there. God, I could, <laughs> I could fuck up that guy. He sings the fucking high notes. He turned into an adult. Can't sing them no more. <laughs> Joey, what's his name? Joey. Joey McIntyre. Joey McIntyre. Oh, oh, oh dude. Did uh? Did you ever you you ever you seen the movie Mallrats, right? Oh yeah, I own it, man. Oh, yeah. uh, did you ever watch like uh like the deleted scene with yeah. Ben Affleck? Yeah. Yeah, call me Joey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It's good stuff, oh, man. God, I, I, dude, I, I tell you, the first time I heard the Backstreet Boys is like I had this friend who lived with me, and she got her mom bought her the CD. She put that on in my car, and I just fucking I was at a stoplight, and I looked at her and go, eh, and then just kept going. <laughs> it's like mortified. Was a uh, was larger than life. Backstreet Boys are insane. That was uh. I don't fucking want to know. I don't think I should know this answer, but it's fucking uh, uh, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Is it? I like that song. That's an alright song. That's oh, kind of nice. God. Oh, God. I, I like the oh. Weird Al version of eBay. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm going to be honest. I'm not really um, any aficionado on this genre of music, but I do know that song because it was in the trailers for the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. That and movie's I rad. Yeah, dude. But remember the trailers? It, yeah. They had larger than life. Yeah. Oh, uh, but I don't like that song, but I like the movie. Yeah. Well, Tiff, bomb, Tiffany, man. Ruled. Tiffany ruled. Tiffany ruled, dude. And I liked her after she got a bo boob job. She looked ruled even better. <laughs> um, yeah. what was it? Uh, Tiffany, man. Yeah, I love Tiffany, but she's canceled every time she's came to Michigan. Right? She was supposed to play Michigan like twice, and she canceled. And she was actually supposed to be the Grand Marshal to the Lansing Parade for Christmas. And she canceled. And I was very upset. I was upset that I missed all these other concerts. So I'm hoping Tiffany will play in Michigan. And I know she probably listens to this podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's a big fan. <laughs> I hope. And, that'd be cool. Hey, contact us, Tiffany. We want you on the show. And uh, maybe you, uh, she will. You, we want her to review a, Michigan. We want her to review a Slayer album. And we will review your debut album with love. She she did a covers album. Have you ever listened to her covers album? No, I like the really rock album it. she made. I didn't like the country one, but well, no, a covers album. She did like a covers album, where she did stuff that you would probably really dig, like the Smiths, um, nice. a lot of the uh, new wave. Um, uh, what do they call like a uh, college rock? I call it college. Oh, like, college like, rock. like REM and stuff like that. Yeah, like stuff like that. She like did a covers REM, album. Old she... REM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She did like a covers album when she covered that stuff. So like an old REM rules before they went to Warner Brothers, but I like them after Warner Brothers. Um, I don't. You know, what's your frequency monster? Was that that's a cool album? Well, that, that, uh, that's like... when they went back to old REM sound. They went grunt like old alternative. Yeah, that was alright. That was pretty decent. What's your frequency, well, uh, I like Kenneth? It. I and, like um, all the albums. Dude. Um. What was it? Crush with a uh, black eyeliner. Yeah, it's a good song. That's a cool song. I I like that song. I like all REM, dude. I like the last three albums where they said, "Fuck this shit, we're going oh, back to shiny old REM. happy people." You're out of your mind. I love shiny happy uh, people. That song. Sucks. I mean, that song is. Read the lyrics, dude. They're fucking dark as fuck. I don't fuck. need to read the lyrics. That shit's terrible. I mean, it's not really one of my favorites. They made a um, dark song that sounded happy. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, but you know, it's, you know, it's, it's not one of they've my got, favorites. They've got, they've, got, they've got one good album, and that's Green. Oh, you're fucked up. Document. You, don't, you don't like fucking Murmur? No. Oh, you don't like Doc the song with Can't Get Here From Here? Dude, you really, I'm, you know I'm not a very good progressive. I don't really like progressive as much as you guys. That's dude. not progressive, that's, that's alternative. Yeah. Well, it's progressive uh, alternative. It's Shit! Oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's Southern Progressive with Michael Stipe's. No, I like now. No, I like I like a couple songs off uh, out of time. I like that that song "Belong" off that. I think that's a really cool tune. 
You don't like but, Fall, fall you know, on Me or uh, Can't Get Oh, there God, anymore. no, I, I fucking hate that song. I love that song. Um, Sell the sky until the sky don't fall on me. I love those fucking harmonies on that song. All right, sorry. Go oh, God, everybody hurts makes me want to jump off a building. Well, I, oh, I do like the uh, Wayne's World uh, parody they did at the uh, Wayne's World 2 premiere that they did for MTV, where it was uh, Wayne and Garth in the car. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys watched the Wayne's World 2 yeah, premiere? You don't like that song where it goes... Future Review Alert, Mark. Huh? Document by RPM. That is a great album. Future Review Alert. Yeah. Now, there, there are some yeah. good tunes off that album. There are. It's alternative stuff. Not in the future, buddy. You're going to be on a few of those. Yeah, we need That's it. That's right. Dude, you don't like the song Drive? We need no, some hate. This one goes out to the one I love. That's all yeah. cool, man. That, that's that song. That's you know, uh, my the grandma likes that song. song. The finest work song. The finest, <laughs> grandma likes it. The finest work song <laughs> fucking rules. That whole album is nah, just... Nah, man. That, that was just before <laughs> they sold out and went to Warner Brothers, the big conglomerate, and made fucking the Orange Crush album. But Orange Crush album had a little bit of commercialized with Stand. But, uh... They it's went a little commercialized, but Orange Crush wasn't. It was like old REM. They tricked us, and then they went into commercial. So. Well, I mean, uh, like I stuff like, like Radio Free, Radio Free Europe. That shit's cool. That's off Murder. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah they're uh, a fine, uh, fine band. They're a fine group of guys. I can pop song, pop song, pop song number twelve off Green. I really like that song. I can't remember the number. It's pop song something. Did you? Did you ever watch that show? Did you ever watch that show with Chris Elliott? Yeah, it ruled. They it ruled. It had the song "Stand" in it. Remember, it was him and Brian Doro Murray was his dad. Oh, what was that show called? Man, I fucking love that show. Get a life or something. Yeah, get a life. <laughs> show was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Chris Elliott. The, the song "Cuyahoga" rules, man. It's about Cleveland's river catching fire. Can't ever get enough of that. Chris Elliott is a fucking comedic genius that nobody recognizes, man. Cabin Boy a is a fucking one of the best movies ever. He was awesome in Kingpin. Woogie, man. And Cabin Boy? Cabin Boy rules, so man. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking Canteen Boy from Saturday Night Live. Oh, remember Cabin Boy? <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, what? No, that was him. That was Alec Baldwin, man. That was Alec Baldwin and Adam Sandler. They were, that was Cabin Boy. You have one of the best lines in the movie, Abyss. Or, uh, Canteen Boy, not Cabin Boy. No, there's a movie called Cabin Boy, Chris Elliott and Brian Doyle Murray, where he goes, Yeah. He goes, One day yeah. I hope to be a Cabin Boy. And then he cleans the pipes and he goes, These pipes are clean. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there was also a sketch from Saturday Night Live called uh, Canteen Boy, and that was pretty funny. It, well, old Saturday Night Lives are pretty funny. The new ones, not so much. Like, Occasionally, they'll get a chuckle out of me, man. Yeah, they I do, like that. but then they... I'm a big uh, Kate McKinnon fan. I think she's pretty funny. Yeah, she's gone. That's when the show went down to shit. Okay, well, never mind. Well, I'm watching reruns, because yeah. I think uh, they run reruns. The, so the only like, one who's left is Keenan, dude. <laughs> that guy never leaves. Um, <laughs> uh, there's this one girl on there who does some funny stuff. I don't know. I can't Chloe remember. Fireman. Chloe Fireman. She's pretty hot. Yeah, but... She's funny, too. Some of their skits are not well written anymore, dude. It's like, it's like, man. There's not a new uh, good news guy since Norm Macdonald. Uh, I rest my. No, I liked Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, and I like. Okay, I, I like Seth, the Seth guy. 
He was good. No. I like, uh, I like, uh, Jim Brewer when he used to do, like, heavy metal news. Yeah. You ever seen that sketch? No. He did it, like, he did it, like, twice, and it would be, like, he's, like, uh, like, James Hetfield, and he does, like, the, uh, news. Yeah. Um, and he does it like him. It's... Okay, well, never mind that. <laughs> well, well, okay, I thought... Well, my favorite new news couple is fucking uh, Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, dude! Ignorant about... bitch. Norm <laughs> uh, didn't need nobody else. That's not what he said. I thought he was like, Jane, you ignorant. No, he, no, it was point counterpoint. It goes, shut up, Jane, you ignorant bitch. I thought it was... Uh, Slut. Yeah, Slut. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. Slut. Ignorant. Oh, well, I've been drinking. Give me I was like, damn, dude. I thought it was slut, man. He was like, know, pretty harsh, man. Slut is pretty harsh, too, if you think about it. <laughs> no, not really. That's uh, That could be a compliment. Yeah, I, cool. loved, means... I loved Norm MacDonald, and either did fucking Dennis Miller didn't need anybody oh. else either. And Kevin... Oh, well, Dennis oh. Miller, man. Like, like uh, his stuff is weird. It doesn't really make any sense. Like, I love Dennis Miller, but I was watching some of that stuff, and I'm like, I don't get this at all. What are you talking about? I don't think you about? understand sarcasm. He was the mo him and fucking Norm Macdonald were the most sarcastic fucking news people ever. And Ke no, look, I mean, look, I, Kevin I, I, Nealon in there. Kevin Nealon got fired for saying something on the news, man. Uh, well, like uh, some of the uh, Dennis Miller stuff, it's like so. It's uh, like it doesn't make any sense. I liked him on Monday like, Night Football. Norm would fuck he with was OJ. Terrible on Monday Night Football. Yeah, he's terrible sorry. on Monday Night Football. Sorry. I like he, him he on had his talk. Show, oh. He had his talk show was pretty good in the early like uh, the late nineties, early two thousands. That was pretty HBO good. HBO one, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, nah, he was horrible on Monday Night Football. Yes, he was. No, it's not his forte. <laughs> I thought it was cool. No. no, I mean I'm not really a big football fan. I'm more of a hockey guy. I like the. Go Panthers! Go Panthers! No, I'm a, I'm a Flames fan. Huge <laughs> Flames fan. And you don't like Butt Rock, but you like the Flames. Okay, sorry. I love I love Calgary, man. I love the it's a good team, man. Hart, man. <laughs> Hitman. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. All yeah, right. The, uh, you guys start talking about so Start drinking. Go ahead. Red the Hitman. Oh, uh, Calgary's favorite son. Come on, Theo, man. He, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, Mark, what's the album we're doing today, by God? We're doing Jerry's pick. So, Jerry, you tell us what we're doing, and you added two songs to it, brother. Yeah, um, we're going to do, you know, it's always good to talk about Kiss, man. They're one of my favorite bands, man. They had some fucking legendary great albums. And they also had a few that I can say weren't very good at all. Um, but, uh, you know, what a great band they were. Um uh, we're doing Crazy Nights today. Um, it should be interesting. That album's been talked about good and bad by a lot of people. And then we're actually going to throw in the two singles off Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. Uh, we'll get to them when the, when they come up. Uh, again, there are two songs that have mixed emotions with Kiss fans. So, uh, yeah, let's get this started, man. Looking forward to this one. All right, man. I'll give you the wiki facts on it. This was released September 21st, 1987. It runs at 42 minutes and 58 seconds. Produced by Ron Nevison. They had uh, oh! three singles. Oh. Crazy, Crazy Nights, Reason to Live, and Turn on the Night. And this album, let me see what they certification on this. In Canada, it was a platinum. In the United States, it was platinum. So let's get into this album, shall we? Let me I get guess. Hey, Ron Nevison. 
Ron, I love Ron Nevison, dude. I, he has a uh, pretty, uh, I, love that, I love that hard album, man. I know Joe Jerry does too. So uh, let's see. Damn it, it's flashbacks. <laughs> okay. All right, man. I, I hear this on another podcast. I guess you guys think alike more than I do. <laughs> I mean, I had this. I got this album for Christmas in 1987. So, yeah. dude, I didn't get into Kiss to like '99. <laughs> I don't want to give it away too much, but uh, yeah. Well, listen. All I can say is if you look at the, the, the album cover, it's absolutely a fucking badass album cover. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, the end cover with, with uh, Paul's thong, blue thong hanging out. Oh, it's yeah. Charles, I didn't know awesome. you were gay. Okay. It's so iconic. Oh, I'm not. It's very iconic. I know, right? I mean, I went out and bought a few thongs of my own when oh, I've seen yeah. that picture. Thanks. Now TMI, dude. TMI. TMI. Uh, okay. <laughs> you guys wear speedos while you're swimming, also. Shit. And drink white claw. <laughs> uh, I don't wear anything when I swim. Oh. Well, uh, I mean, I do gotta say, my girlfriend helped me pick out the thong. So. Okay. Well, if your girlfriend right. likes it, that's cool. Like Paul's. So that's that's a little, you know. My girlfriend was like, oh, you know. But, but anyways, Paul Stanley photo in this album, yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, do you guys want to talk about your your how you got it? You Got this album or whatever, Jerry? I mean, just like the Kiss album, dude. Of course I was going to buy it, you know? I mean, I was a huge fan of them since I was a kid, so, you know? I'm a collector. I have every one of the Kiss albums. The good ones and the bad ones, you know? So, uh... Jeff? Oh, uh, yeah. The crazy, crazy, uh, crazy night. Uh, I went to, uh, the Goodwill, and I bought this CD, <laughs> and uh, the CD was missing, and that, that's it. That, that's my story, man. Check your CDs at the Goodwill because you might buy a case. Charles, that's empty. Oh no, I'm not giving anything away. Sorry. Well, as I mentioned, uh, I've mentioned before, we did one other Kiss album before that was a good one. Oops, my bad. Uh, rock, rock and roll over, and uh, this is. The 80s, highlight of the 80s, maybe, or low light, we'll see. Uh, got it for Christmas, 1987, and uh, kind of went back to Kiss Unmasked. Ew. So, there ew. you go. Ew. Ew. Uh, ew. I, I, I can't get that in my head now. Uh, I, I'm going to say, like, I, I I heard the song Crazy Crazy Nights. Spoiler alert, I always liked it. And I heard Chris Sinzak on the Great Decibel Geek podcast, and he always gets shit for liking this album. So uh, I went and listened to it again because I do own it, and uh, I'll give you my thoughts as we get into it. So I'm not—I right. am a, a Kiss liker. I'm not a huge like Tard or huge fan. Not a, I do like no. them, but they're not one of my favorite bands. They're not even on a list. So I, I am. I am a Kiss Army car card carrying member. I heard so. they're giving out new stickers. <laughs> somebody cool, at a, somebody Man, at I Kiss Army showed all her new swag she got from them. I didn't know they were still around. <laughs> yeah, don't get me too fired up now. They're so, still around, I'm, right? Why don't you get your shit? Get your swag. I'm a Kiss nut swinger for the upteenth degree, but what do we got going on with this title well, track? Then here? we get to the title track. Crazy, crazy nights. Let's start with you, Jeff. Oh, yeah, crazy, crazy nights, man. I think it's rad, man. I like this song. It's a nice song. You know, it's like, uh, you know, 
you know, some people, you know, they tell you they don't, you don't belong. But, you know, it's all right, man, because, you know, you're millions strong. You know, I like that. That's a nice, that's a nice thing right there, man. I give it uh, five stars. Uh, let's see. Jeff, can you, can you tell us what not, the difference between nice and rad is? Uh, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Because you it's, use uh, nice and then you use rad. So is uh, nice a little lower know. than rad? I don't know. <laughs> or is it just the same I thing? Think I, I don't know, dude. I think I just try to uh, say something else sometimes. Because you told me Aha was nice. <laughs> uh, uh, but maybe it does. Maybe uh, nice isn't as rad. But okay, I feel like I probably you. used nice and in instances where I could have used rad. Okay. I just wanted to know because people need to know the, your uh, speak so we understand what I, 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 understood, know, I understood if you didn't call aha rad that nice means they're okay <laughs> yeah I think oh, aha's okay I think yeah. they're okay man. all right so we get to you Jerry crazy crazy nights crazy crazy nights they added a crazy to the fucking opening tune wow this should be called sucky sucky fucking <laughs> song man <laughs> Dude, this song is, is weak. It's one of those, oh, nobody's going to change me. Typical 80s prop. Be a man about everything while you're wearing your lipstick and hairspray. Get the fuck out of here with this song. It's terrible. One out of five. But you like Britney Fox. I don't like Britney Fox. <laughs> I like one song from Britney Fox, and I'm like a huge fan all of a sudden. Oh, dude, oh, what song is it? Dream On. Oh, dude, what about uh, Living on the Edge? That's a cool song. Mm, I don't know that. I'm going to be honest with you. Man. Oh, dude, it sounds like uh, the Iron Eagle soundtrack. It's actually a pretty hard rocker. It's like a almost <laughs> like a kicks tune. Uh, but but you know why I say you're a huge fan because you like one song. <laughs> but the thing is, like I'm, I'm a huge. I'm, I'm apparently a huge fan of Trickster because I like. I like. You gotta be a, then you like one song. You like four songs from Ghost. So you used to be an avid fucking. I know, right? Team. Yeah, <laughs> I like more than one Britney Fox song, so fuck, fuck it. What about you, dude? Do you like Living on the Edge? Do you like that song? Britney Fox kicks ass. Cinderella cover band, man. Come on. Fuck Come on. you. <laughs> well, let me give you my opinion on Crazy Crazy Nights. Chris Sintek, Nate Bushy, I'm with you, brothers. This song gets a lot of shit. I have no idea. It deserves it. it. Has a party feel, the 70s kiss. Love the gang <laughs> vocals. Paul sounding fucking good. Solos kick ass. It shreds. This song, put it in your car, because we love it loud, and nobody's going to change me, bitch. Put it underneath your fucking front tire and run over the fucking thing. Fuck Ooh. off. Char and I'm not a huge kiss fan. Yeah, that must sound bad to you guys. Or it makes believe, sense. Charles, we know. Charles, what do you, you think about this? If you compare this to 70s Kiss, we know you're not a Kiss fan. The riffs! Right? The riffs in the background! Listen, listen. Let, let me add. Let me tell you what's really going oh, on here. Me, huh? This song does add fire to Mark's argument that the UK may not know as much as we do, as this charted at number four on the UK singles chart. <laughs> Tied with God Gave Rock and Roll to You I like that one, too! 
which is another fucking stinker fest. Yeah, I like. And, I like that song. Uh, it's, it's a nice yeah. song. It's a what nice song. It was in a uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yes, it yeah, was. That's a good movie. Hey, let oh, me ask yeah. something real quick before we get there. I know California is fucked up, but hey, Jeff, do, do they have do they have a supply chain problem up there in Michigan right now? Um, actually, funny enough, I work at a supply chain. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> I work at the I work at a warehouse, so that's so funny that you mentioned. Um, yeah. Are they um, actually? Um, the Q-tips up there. Are um, no Q-tips. Yeah, Q-tip. Um, nah, dude, I don't work in the Q-tip <laughs> department. That's general. That would be uh, like some other. No, he's asking if you could building. find Q-tips in D Detroit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm saying like because uh, I work at the warehouse. That's dude, not really Q-tip. Is it not my department? Right. Well, need to look into them because God gave rock and roll to you sucks, and so does this song. This is crappy, 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 <laughs> crappy shit. What the fuck, England? Yeah. What the fuck, yeah. man? This is bad erasure or animation. I like. And the band. Oh, and, and the band brought this back on set list. Animation? What? You know I'm that song, I'm Your Obsession. Dude, I'm let your me obsession. finish. Let me fucking finish, man. We'll talk about animation in a minute. Okay. okay. I'm so disappointed with you, UK. You know better. So do you, Kristen and Zach. And so do you, Bushy. And so do you, Michael Brandbold. And anybody that says this song is good, fuck off. This song blows. Hey, I like all three of those people. Two of them better. <laughs> this song sucks ass. Bushy, I needed you on this show, bitch. But I got Jeff, because I think way, Jeff's going to be on my... This is the worst Kiss album ever. So let's go to the next song. I'll, Please. I'll fight hell to hold you, Jerry. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you picked this album. Does this... Wow, does this totally fucking suck? This is like a terrible... This is... Like a song that should have been on the Rocky soundtrack somewhere, <laughs> but it's not like a it's not like a good montage. All you see is fucking Creed, Clubber Lang, and fucking Drago beating the shit out of Rocky through the whole song because it's so fucking terrible. This song is this. What the fuck is this crap we're listening to right now? This is not the Kiss that I know, man. Bruce's solo is kind of, kind of saves this song, but man, <laughs> another fucking <laughs> clunker, dude. Jeff. He fucking you on this one. <laughs> so, Jeff, what do you think about it? Well, uh, uh, well, I was going to say the Rocky thing, too. I, I love this song. It's yeah! fantastic. It's, <laughs> it sounds like it could have been on uh, one of the Rocky soundtracks, or if not a Rocky, uh, perhaps uh, Iron Eagle, or uh, maybe Eagle Navy rules. Seals. Or, um, Navy Seals rules, too. Maybe Over the Top. You know, that's oh, a cool movie. I love that movie, too. I like this song. It's a nice song. Um, it's on my little uh, workout playlist, you know, so when I got my little hey, man. little, oh, little eight-pound dumbbells, I can listen oh, to this song. Eight-pound dumbbells. Only Kenny Loggins can do 80s soundtrack songs. Oh, fucking Survivor. Um, <laughs> what, what, are yeah, you yeah, missing so Survivor, dude? Stan Bush. Fuck, dude. Survivor, Goggins, Sammy Hagar. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, fuck Sammy Hagar. Go ahead, Jeff. Sorry, man. Heavy sorry, metal. Uh, Stan Bush, he's pretty rad. He was in Frank's fucking The Girl Gets Around and Footloose. Sammy Hagar did a lot of 80s soundtracks. Uh, yeah, we know. 
Real um, yeah, but uh, this song, I give it an A+, plus, man. An A+, because it's a wonderful song and a wonderful album by a wonderful band that oh, I really yeah. like. Oh, yeah, I forgot, I, I forgot my ratings on the first two. Uh, one out of five. I'm, I'm embarrassed to call them horns, man. Do you guys even do ratings? Because I just I did that, a, like, uh, five-star rating thing. I, no, I do mine at the end. Oh, you did? Because uh, I just did, like, five stars for this, this song, and then uh, he did the five star, and I was like... He always, he's no, done, I mean, he's done horns, horns up, but he forgets a lot. Does he? Because, uh, yeah, like, I'm like, I just kind of threw that out there, because I didn't know well, if you guys that. Did means that means you haven't heard our other shows, dude. What's up, dude? Well, no, I've heard him, but, okay. like, sometimes he does it, sometimes he doesn't. I know, he does, forgets. does do it. I do, my night, I do my bong rips at the end. Oh. I just like sometimes he like rates them and sometimes he doesn't. I didn't know if yeah. uh, you guys do that's, that or that's not. That's Jerry. That's his thing, dude. One day he'll bring it up. The next day he won't. So it's cool. But I think he, he's the only one that does it. No, so. I do the at the end. I rate the whole album by bong rips. Oh. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Songs. But like, I, I, as, but as far as like songs, I mean, I don't. No, he does. I don't yeah. rate the songs. Jerry does. Okay. I well, I give the song an A plus or uh, maybe two thumbs up. I give it two thumbs up. This song gets two thumbs up for me, man. Yeah. Two All thumbs right. up well, for this God song. Bless you, Jeff. God I see bless you. I see there's a theme on here. I don't know how do you feel about Bon Jovi, Jeff? Uh he's alright. I mean I really like that movie uh Young Guns too. <laughs> I'm just saying because I, I know how the other two feel about Bon Jovi. I just needed to know. Do they not like Young Guns too? Oh I love Young Guns too. I love the what about Young Guns One? I love the first I like one. Young Guns One. Oh, I love I like the first one. one. Both of them. Lou Diamond like, Phillips. Yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips rules, dude. And K rule. Casey Samazo in the first one, dude. You ever seen Three O'clock High? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, what band's in that? Isn't there what band? I don't remember, but Three O'clock High was so fucking good, dude. Because that was me uh, getting bullied and tell and a bully telling me he's gonna get me after school and I ran to the bus. <laughs> dude, like, there's a hard rock band in that movie. Oh, dude, uh, per is Pretty Boy Floyd? I don't know. I don't like Pretty Boy Floyd. It no, dude, is it is Slam Dunk Way to Go? Isn't that on that soundtrack? I don't know because I don't like Pretty Boy Floyd. <laughs> Pretty Boy Floyd. Dude, do we have oh like somebody look that up, man? I think that's on that soundtrack. God. Dude. Oh god. On what? Three o'clock high soundtrack. Now. Three o'clock high. Have you ever seen that Talk movie? About this song. I got it right here. It's 1988. It says album by Tangerine Dream. Okay, yeah, but I think uh, Pretty Boy Floyd's Slam Dunk Way to Go is on that. I don't know, and but Tangerine Dream did that. Well, keep keep looking. Keep looking. Yeah, keep looking. Yeah, somebody else look. <laughs> I got to run the show. <laughs> well, this is important stuff, man. I, I'm, I'm curious, because if it's dude, on there, dude. I'm going to have to type it. That sucks. Uh, come on, come on, just type it. Soundtrack. This fucking tangerine tree. I apologize to our listeners for the mention of Pretty Boy Floyd, by the way. Okay, this is what, what's what song is it? What's the name of the song? Uh, Slam Dunk Way to Go. Slam Dunk Way to Go. Can okay, look at the soundtrack? I don't see Slam. Oh, let me I see. don't see it on there. No, it's Slam Dunk. Are oh, they Siri? Are they still around, Jeff? I just see Tangerine Dream. I just see Tangerine Dream. Yeah. Maybe they didn't okay, do the uh, songs, you know, because they had fucking... Uh, I'm looking it up now. Okay, you look it up uh, while, while I keep going. What's the thing about that song, man? I'll fight hell to hold you. Well, it's my turn. You go yeah. last, Star. 
I know. What do you think about it? A fucking cubic zirconia. Uh, right. Fucking, uh, this is totally Bon Jovi, the first two albums, like I asked uh, Jeff, because he seems to be agreeing with me on these songs. I love Bon Jovi. You two do not like Bon Jovi. Sounding, but a little faster. This song fucking rocks. The drums are so fucking dang good. Eric is so underrated as a drummer. I think he's an upgrade from Peter Chris on the on the power of the drums. Because uh, he, he was a little jazzy. But Peter Chris could play like Bonham. And that's the drumming I like in Neil Peart. But remember, I'm not a huge Kiss fan. So I can't talk shit. <laughs> but Bruce is my second favorite Kiss guitarist, man. He rules on this song. And on this album, spoiler alert. So, uh, Cubic Zarconia, what do you think about this? Well, this is an utterly generic album filler. <laughs> and uh, Ron Nevison is one of the worst producers of all time. Ooh. But Seth, maybe Paul's best song on the album. Too bad he rips off that No River Too Deep, No Mountain, no mountain Too High from uh, Tina Turner. They're cliched as hell. Still a shit song that would not that it makes Night Ranger sound like Deep Purple. Oh god! Maybe maybe Paul's best song in the record, and this one would have been on the Punky Brewster film soundtrack, not on a rock <laughs> soundtrack. Come on, man! I mean, it's, it's probably Paul's best song in the record, but that's far from an endorsement. Oh man. Oh, uh, dude, that, that movie I'm thinking of is The Switch, not Three of Oh, The Switch is pretty good. That's what Jimmy this Smith and on Ellen Barkin, right? This song has yeah. been on the Switch soundtrack, I think. We're fucking not no Rocky. Rocky. No. Where on the on? what soundtrack? On uh, The Switch. Oh, that this, the song should be on The Switch? or yeah, what? You, If I were to hold you, is not Rocky worthy. No way. Um. Yeah, but like Iron Eagle worthy. No, maybe. no, no. Iron no. Eagle, maybe like Iron Eagle three worthy. Maybe Ooh. like the best of the best. Maybe oh, American God. Ninja. Uh, I don't know. Oh, dude, I love American Ninja. That's I a fantastic did. movie. But it's not as cool as Rocky. It's cooler than Rocky Five. I yeah, like Rocky, Rocky Five. five. No, I mean, I like it too, but I like American uh, Ninja too. I like Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn's rad, man. That dude's cool. That fight sucked. Um, <laughs> did it? I yeah. thought it was cool, but I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe you're right. I like Rocky Four better when he beat the Russians' ass. Well, yeah, I mean, I like Rocky Four too, but Rocky did, Five. Did you is see the newer play. version of it? It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's 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 something. I bought it less robots. I bought yeah. the digital. Pretty cool. I uh, went to the theater and seen it. The, oh, there's nice. less robots. Nice. They uh, got rid of the uh, robot and that. Oh, dude, and Rocky's uh, lady, uh, the his uh, real life wife is less in the movie. Tyler Shower? Shire? Yeah, they cut her out. Uh, oh, you mean Bridget Nielsen? Bridget Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bridget she was Nielsen, also in Cobra, uh, right? She was also in Cobra, right? And, and she uh, went out with uh, Flavor Flav, didn't she? Yeah, she yep. did. She had a... Did she, yeah, I was in that that show, The Real World. Remember Vince Neil was in that? <laughs> he was in that season with Bridget Nielsen. It's real life. It's real life. He was in that season with Bridget Nielsen, remember? And Yeah, but I kind of, I like uh, Tommy Lee Goes to College. That show is rad. <laughs> That's, so That's my favorite. Oh, it was fantastic. It was horrible. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was like, this is great programming right here, man. This is a wonderful program. That's like the butt rock of TV. 
No, <laughs> dude. And then, um, and then my second favorite Motley Crue reality show would have to be the Rockstar Supernova. Oh, that was... Uh, no, uh, I didn't like that one. I like the, uh, the In Excess one better. Oh, well, I like, the first one. I like the Rockstar <laughs> Supernova, because it was like... And I think all the I band like members left once they... Uh, <laughs> well, because that Luca guy was crazy, dude. Just like the guy in NXS was a drug addict. NXS sucks. Fuck you. I like NXS. Thank you, I think Jeff. you're a wonderful band. Thank you, Jeff. Oh. Kiss the Dirt falling uh, down oh, the Oh, God, from cool. Listen Like These? That's a cool song. That's my, probably uh, my favorite you NXS don't like, song. You don't like Shabu Shaba? One no, I do. It's just my favorite is uh, Kiss the Dirt <laughs> fall, <laughs> falling down the mountain. I love some fucking Mike. I love the later... Fucking, uh, fucking discipline, uh, elegantly, uh, wasted. That fucking rules. That song rules. Elegantly wasted. Fuck yeah, yeah. I love woo, 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 woo. Boingo, 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 fucking. Fucking Hulk. Danny Elfman is a genius. You just don't understand it. He's above your mental mentality, Charles. Sorry. That's not true. Yeah, you're like the bang, bang, you shit, right? That's the next well, I don't song. Know what's the next song? So That's yeah. the next song. That's why I, I went into it. You like the Bang Bang You songs. You see the oh, segue? Well. I did a great segue there, and you didn't yeah. notice. All right, no. so here's Bang Bang You. Guess what? I picked it. So here it is <laughs> on the free form rock podcast. Did I, pick, did I pick it for comedy purposes, or did I pick it because I like the song? You'll find out after we play it right now on the free form rock podcast.
All right, this is Mark. I picked Bang Bang You. I didn't pick it for comedy purposes. I also like this song. I go, what the fuck, man? This album is fucking rock and roll. Yes, I love this song. It's cheesy as fuck lyrics. Has a little bit of rock and roll all night in it. God, Bruce Kulik fucking rules. Why didn't they bring him back instead of fucking Tommy Thayer? He could play. Tommy fucking just copies Ace. Was this because Tommy was easily controlled? I don't know. But man, this is a banger and a sing-along chorus. Jeff, what do you think about it? Oh, uh, well, it's a nice song. Uh, the guitar riff is easy, and I like that because I like easy riffs that I can play. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, no, not Jeff. Oh, uh, I give it uh, two thumbs up. See, I, you forgot like Jerry, dude. Oh, I thought you said Jeff. Yeah, I said Jeff. What's your? I was gonna say what's your rating, but you, you, <laughs> you, you beat me to it. So Jerry, what do you think of this? It's fucking terrible. <laughs> arguably, arguably, the arguably <laughs> one of the worst Kiss songs ever fucking written. There's nothing good on that song. One, two, three, four. What the fuck? This sucks. Five, six, seven, eight. Next fucking song, please. This is total shit, man. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't even give this a number rating, dude. Zero out of five. It is just fucking awful, dude. Dude, I, I, I see the old Kiss heads hate this album, but the newer Kiss heads love it. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm well, I, I, you're, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be shocked on some of my songs coming up. So, oh, uh, cool, Charles. Star, Cubic Zarconia. What Whatever the is fuck it, your name what is. What is it, Kiss Head? What is that? Well, you got the old 70s, old, cranky, grumpy Kiss Heads. You know, they have bit, bit, and then you got the Tards who just like everything, and then you got me who picks and chooses what he likes. Oh, you're not a Kiss fan. No, I'd have to, I pick hey, and choose. I'd have to say, man, more likely, you know, because of this song. And one other on this album. It would prove to me that people that say they like either this album as a great Kiss album or this song rules, they are certifiable. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just for the one, two, four alone. I mean, this could be the sound of the beginning of the end of days. And, I mean, this would make me rethink about fucking Hagar. <laughs> And for real, so I mean, this has to be one of their worst songs ever, ever of all time. And and please do not compare. I don't want to hear about how this is whatever it is. What rock and roll night is in this? What the fun? The Wait, the riff is it's so fun in this song. It's, it's riff. The riff is in there though. It's a love gun rip off. Ah! It was in their it, it was in their fucking set list too when I saw this tour. I know, and he couldn't even write an original song at this time, man. This is fucking horrible. This is the worst Kiss album ever. Give me Sonic Boom over this fucking horse shit, man. But but fucking wait, what, what ninety million fucking pink leotard negatives on this or whatever the fuck. No goddamn eyeliners. Retire Kiss if you live on this fucking album. God damn, <laughs> bang, bang, you horrible. Come on. I like it. I think it's fun. Of course you do. Of course, of course they do. Because hey, they haven't had Q-tips in California for 20 years. 
But I don't know about Michigan. I think maybe the last few. In California, 20. <laughs> Easily. You like Hagar? It makes sense. Oh, okay, fuck what's off. Hagar rules. <coughs> fucking and tricks. I'm sorry. Have you heard that new David Lee Roth Atomic Punk? That was horrible. I'll get to that on the video. But <laughs> what's that? It was fucking this horrible bang bang you shit. Uh, let's get to I, I disagree, no, no, no. So we'll get to you, Jerry. No, no, no. Oh. Okay, well, starts out with a fucking pretty cool lead guitar, man. When the drums come in, man, maybe we got something here, man. Maybe. And then Gene starts fucking singing these awful fucking lyrics and totally <laughs> whiffed the big time. Uh, this isn't the worst of the, the first three, but it's not good. But I'll give this one two out of five horns, man. All That's right. the best I can do with it. I'm sorry. Jeff, what do you think about it? Um, oh, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, 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 it's pretty good. Um, remember, uh, I, you guys big uh, Jim Florentine fans? Yes. Uh, do you guys ever listen to Terrorizing Telemarketers? No. Um, do you guys know what it is? It's a comedy bit? Yeah, it, well, it's like uh, it's kind of like the Jerky Boys. Um, if you heard of well, the Jerky Boys, well, I know Boys. the Jerky Boys. That movie was awesome. Um, but like uh, they do it for like telemarketers, right? Like they'll have like uh, like telemarketers, and they'll call you know their phone, and it would be like a lady, and then uh, like Jim's like you know like oh hey hello, and he's like oh yeah I'm here with this thing, and she'll he'll be like like oh what was that. And he was, you know, she tries to repeat. He was like, no, no, no. Uh, you know, what was that before that? And then she'd be like, uh, you know, she'll repeat the whole thing. And she's like, no, no, no. Well, the, before that. And then she was just like, he's like, well, I'm like, like said everything, you know, that I said, you know. And he's like, no, 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 before that, you know. And he just keeps on doing that. And it's pretty funny. And I'm, I'll give this uh, two thumbs up. What do you think about it? Two uh, thumbs up. Cubic Zarconia. Well, for the most part, Gene, who probably gave two shits uh, still during the making of this album, because he was making great movies like Runaway, at least delivers like any semblance. <laughs> of course, you would. At least delivers any semblance of a passable song. We get Kulik and Eddie Van Halen ripoff mode, but Eric Kerr's drumming slams. No lame keyboards. Uh, I thought Gene produced it because it doesn't have that Nevison nutsack suck to it. But at best, it's just a mess song sandwiched in a really horrid record. And it's uh, maybe just the, le the least smelly part of the turd so far. For phoning it in, Gene at least still had somewhat of a clue. Damn. Jerry, did I, yeah, but, did I already get what you did, dude. Jerry? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was supposed to go last, but I that's know, okay. I know, I fucked up. <laughs> go ahead, Jeff, what were we saying? Oh, dude, uh, Quarantine. Chris Jericho's Kiss uh, cover band did a cover of it. That's pretty rad. I kind of dig oh. it. Alright. Have you ever listened to Chris Jericho's Chris, Kiss uh, cover I band? I don't like Chris Jericho. I don't like Chris Jericho. Asshole. But... Well, maybe you might enjoy their uh, Kiss cover right. band. What? Uh, the does he lip-sync in that like Fozzie? Well, uh, I don't know, maybe. Uh, I was thinking <laughs> about going to see him. Uh, yeah, they do uh, like obscure 80s Kiss tunes. Like, No, 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 Love's a Deadly Weapon. Um, 
No, they don't do that. They do okay. uh, Heart of Crow. Yeah. That's a good song. Nice. And I think they had Bruce on this song. I think he Bruce plays on it too. They have like the guy from Trickster. Well Bruce uh, is the guys Bruce is incredibly proud of this song. Um and they have like some of the dudes from a classic uh seventy six. Oh it? I love that band, dude. They're in uh this Chris Jericho uh kiss band. Yeah, Chris Jericho's fake as fuck, just like his wrestling career. But <laughs> well, he's kind of—he's like a real person. He's, well, he's a real, real, real guy. Real, he, I've I seen s- him before. I saw him, I, he exists. I saw Fozzie open up for Iron Maiden and with a and then uh, Steve Harris's son band, the Raven Age. Raven Age kicked oh. ass. But uh, this sounds like a really rad show, man. But Chris that Jericho cool. was like, dude, he was running around like a little bitch, and he was singing, but he was didn't have a mic. <laughs> so, maybe he doesn't have. Maybe he doesn't need a mic, man. He doesn't you know? need a mic if he's singing the little song. Maybe he's just singing really loud. Dude. I don't think so. it'd be more in the background, dude. He was lip syncing his ass off. Maybe he was just singing like super loud, man. Or maybe uh, you were just like really close to him. Why do you think he defends <laughs> Paul Stanley? Because he does it. Well, because Paul's a cool guy, and he's a friend of his. <laughs> he defends him because he lip-syncs also. <laughs> That's why. Well, you know, maybe they don't lip-sync. Maybe they oh. just uh, sing, and it's uh Did you see the comments? I, nice. forgot, I forgot who said it. I just saw Fozzie. 90% of the show was lip-synced. <laughs> so, Whoa, I mean, you know, uh, you know I, think I don't know. I can't for, really tell, to I be honest. I think they were opening but... for Ugly Kid Joe, but I'm just saying... The fucker's lip sync, man. I even noticed it. I just didn't say anything about it because I wasn't sure. I mean, I mean, dude, I'll, I'll be honest. I can't tell when a band's lip syncing or not. Lip syncing or not. Like, dude, I remember. I think I was like probably like seven or eight when I like realized uh, people weren't actually playing in the music videos. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I was like, wow, man. You know, Axl Rose, man. He's swimming with dolphins and singing. Wow, this this guy's talented. <laughs> And I I'm love, like, oh man, I love a strange man, a strange rules. I was like, oh, I, I guess he's not singing. I guess yeah. he's lip syncing. I think Airheads taught me that. Airheads is a great movie. It I took me Airheads. So. She hasn't given it back yet. I'm getting kind of pissed. But um, mm. and I think this Jerry dude was going to say something about the song. Right? Jerry, Jerry already said something about it, didn't he, Jerry? <laughs> this Jerry dude. Yep. He said zero, right, Jerry? Yeah, but he said he liked the guitar part, right? Oh, he did, yeah. I didn't say yeah. what I think about the song yet, because I fucked Oh, up. yeah. Because I'm drunk. Uh, why the fuck do people hate this album? Shit. You guys hear what I hear? Kick-ass drums, driving guitars. Was this a letdown for early Kiss fans? Probably. But I wasn't an early Kiss fan. Fuck, this is better than the Elder and Unmasked. Ugh, it's just as good as Lick It Up and Creatures. To me, Chris Sinzak. What, what, what the fuck are you smoking, dude? To me, Chris Sinzak. What the fuck are you smoking? Chris Sinzak and, and Nate Hutchinson, Bushy. You talking out your ass. Dude, this is nowhere near Lick It Up or Creatures. Fuck on, haters. Dude. This album rules so far. This album is a shred fest. I don't like Unmask Ma- Unmaster the Elder. I don't care about Unmask. You're fucking compared it to Creatures and Lick It Up. Come on, dude. It's my opinion. But you're wrong. You're no. Everybody's here. opinion yes, is right. You are. You're it's, wrong. It's the right. Wrong. Everybody's right age. 
No, you're wrong about comparing it to saying it's better than creatures or lick oh, it up. I said it's just as good. I didn't say oh, better. Not, not even close. It is. Jerry, come on. Not even close. <laughs> it's embarrassing that even you even mentioned that album with those come two on. albums. <laughs> you're just saying shit out your ass, man. No, it's I'm so not. I yes, agree you. with Chris and Bushy. There's no way they think that. They Maybe. love this album. Maybe Bushy, but not Zinzak. There's no Chris way. Chris Zinzak says he loves this album. There is no way. Chris, Zero. I didn't say he said he likes it better than Creatures, but he does love this album. Not on, e not even on equal footing. Come on, <laughs> no way. You're just saying stuff to Put fucking me. It's not. Put the I don't, pipe down, I, dude. Charles, Put the pipe down. Charles. I don't say things to get a reaction. I say my opinions to get a reaction. That is, that yeah, is my fucking opinion. And it's fucked up that you think that I said that just to get a rise out of you. No. That, that is that, my fucking opinion. That is not true in the fucking even close, not even in the same stratosphere. No way. I said Maybe it's just I, as good. I put this number three from those two albums, but it's my third oh, favorite. And even it don't even get with Asylum. I love Asylum also. It don't even get with that. It, revenge is better than this. Fuck, I triggered Charles. <laughs> yes, because I'm deep inside a kiss twat. But I like the real kiss. <laughs> Not this. Come on. Lick it up, close this away, dude. Even the title track. I love this song. It's party rock, dude. I like Bon Jovi. No, 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 it's not party rock. It's party rock, man. No, not. It's just no, no, no. Party rock was that bang, bang, you, you creamed all over. Oh, dude, remember uh, that maid from uh, Family Guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, me, you pay for that? No, me no pay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next song, Mark. <laughs> Hold on, I'm still laughing. Uh, oh, damn. Five, we get to a hell or high water. Uh, Jerry, what do you think of this? Uh, let me go first. How let do you me go do. first. Yeah. I think this is the best song in the record for my money. Uh, I've always felt that way, and I still do. It doesn't, doesn't mean it's great. Far from it. But uh, matter of fact, uh, I think Gene sings, this well, sings it well. I do realize it's a bit filler. But it seems to me, uh, it seems more Gene to me than No, No, No. <laughs> it has a natural sleazy vibe that is marred by being far too slick musically. But the sleaze in the, is in his voice. But for better or worse, I do dig this song. I did then, I did now. Um, it's the only one I'll ever listen to really on this album. But uh, it's just still not a great, great Kiss song. But it's to me the best song on the album. How come you didn't pick that one? Well, I have a reason. Oh, okay. We'll fit, figure that out when we get to it. But I'll go next. Hell or High Water. Not a bad song on this album yet. A lot of 70s Kiss sound, especially the guitars. Another sing-along chorus. This is a fucking jam. Five songs. This is becoming one of my favorites. And Bruce Kulick is fucking killing it. People who say this album sucks must be grumpy old Kiss heads. Jerry. Hell or high water, huh? Let me see here. Um, I agree with Charles. This isn't bad. There's a little classic kiss sound sound to this song, actually. 
Um, got a really cool chorus. Gene's voice is, you know, really good on this song. Um, I, I, I like it, man. I think I agree with Charles. This may be the best song on the album. Four out of five. Uh, Jeff. Uh, yeah, this song is rad. I give it an A. Yeah. Plus. Yeah, we all liked it. We all liked it. <laughs> See? That's cool, man. And then we get to the last song on side one, if you have the vinyl, which is My Way. It's not a, a cover. Picked. It's not a cover of, uh, what's his name, Sinatra, it's but it's Charles's pick on the Freeform <laughs> Rock Podcast. Oh 
Sorry for interrupting the podcast. I just want to take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean and join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now, back to the show. That was my way. And Charles, I was getting to you that you picked it, man. I'm not that yeah. drunk. Why did you pick this? Hands down, by a large margin, the worst Kiss song ever <laughs> fucking made. People that like this should be required to see a psychiatrist <laughs> to ensure they are safe to be allowed in society. Why? Oh, why? Where is the guy that wrote Come On and Love Me? <laughs> Hell, give me Lick It Up over this. Even Thrills in the Night. Like, he must have thought this would be picked up as, this is the one that should be a theme song for a movie. This is like a horrible fucking movie, by the way. Horrible song, just beyond redemption. Which, by the way, Paul Stanley himself mocks the song and hates it, unlike Read My Body. And proves <laughs> that this album is their worst, and I'd rather listen to Hysteria than this fucking album. Oh my god. We're not even through with this album. So, you know Charles hates the rest of the album. Damn. Uh, then we, and I get to it, man. Keyboards start the song and they're not overbearing. Paul sounds amazing. He's driving, <laughs> the driving beat and the guitars. Keyboards <laughs> add, a, add to the song. Are a little cheesy. Oh, it's my. hardly noticed. Bruce and Paul's anthem. Not as good as the first five, but it's cool. <laughs> Jerry, what do you think about it? What the fuck is this, man? Come on, dude. Man, yeah, this is like sucks. bad karate kid soundtrack. Uh, that kind of I am a man this is like, who will fight for This is like brother. when the whole fucking remember when the whole remember when the whole Cobra Kai was beating the shit out of Daniel by the apartments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what this fucking song <laughs> just does. I hate it. Dated soundtrack crap. I'd rather hear fucking Paul Stanley do the intro to fucking Heaven's on Fire now. <laughs> Be better than this. This is terrible. Over synth, man. This song, I don't mind synthesizers, man, on ballads or some songs, but this song's overbearingly synthesized. This ain't no final dude. countdown fucking synthesizer. Dude. Fucking and Charles hell. mentioned it. I have it written down here. This is fucking entering Nine Arm Leopard era, dude. This is terrible, man. <laughs> terrible. Hey, I gave you my uh, one out of one out of five. One out of five. I'm giving you my honest opinion, and I think I've been pretty nice about it. All right, Jeff. What do you think about it? Oh, this song's rad, man. Yeah. Uh, um, the intro sounds like uh, Street Fighter. Sounds like yeah, it Street does. Fighter. Oh uh, yeah, like final, you know. The Fatal Fury or something. It sounds pretty rad. I like it. Um, I'll give it a... I don't know. A five gold stars. Nice. Oh, Lord. And then we turn this bitch over and we get... When the walls come down... None of you I'm going to start with you, uh, Jerry. <laughs> well, I already know your opinion. Next. <laughs> what happened to... Did Paul lose his nuts during this album or what? I don't fucking know. This is terrible, dude. This is like mindless dated trickster level shit, in my opinion. <laughs> Soulless, 80s, overproduced, crap, man. Terrible song, man. Terrible. 
terrible. Oh, terrible. Point, point 0.5 out of 5. Terrible, like Charles Barkley said. Terrible. What do you think about it, Jeff? Uh, it's rad, man. It's rad, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, what can I say about it? Yeah, uh, baby, yeah. You know, um... Uh, well, uh, maybe it's about the Berlin Wall. Uh, I think that came down. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I know it came down, didn't it? It did Not come down. That. It was three years later, but okay. But maybe this song helped, like, kind of get the wall down, you know? Oh, really? Really? Kiss Yeah. Everything? Really? Maybe. I mean, because, like, you know, maybe somebody, like, listened to this, and they were like, you know that wall over there? No, Why this don't we tear it down? This this would inspire Trump more, maybe. Let's get on the politics. We're part well, I don't think it was. He said it yeah, that Berlin Wall. That's politics. Yeah, but so all of it's, you guys. Just not, just yeah, not, but I don't think, like, the wall even got up to come down, did it? I think Pink Floyd inspired the wall to come down. Okay. No, I think... This one might have actually like maybe like Wall of Sound inspired him. That that would be more. That would make more sense. This song ain't inspired Jack shit. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So Jeff, what's your rating? Oh, uh, I don't know. Two thumbs up. Right. Well, somebody got a mixer going. Are you making me a margarita? What's going on? Me? I heard a. Oh. No, it's uh, Mortal Kombat, the uh, arcade game. Are you playing uh, it at the same time? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jeff, multitasking, bitch. Oh, yeah, I turned it on, man. It was a little loud, dude. I'm so sorry. We're so we're boring you? What's going no, on? No, dude. I, like, I can, it's not like I'm on screen. I can talk. I can have a beer. Uh, yeah. I can, I can play the uh, Mortal Kombat. Jeff, who's your favorite one? Sub-Zero? Um, Striker. Oh, I like Johnny Cage, but um, I have a Mortal Kombat three right now, and he's oh, not. Three. Johnny Cage isn't in there, so oh, I'm like gonna so be Striker. Paul so was a cheating motherfucker, man. I was playing a uh, Tiny Tunes for Sega <laughs> Genesis. We're Damn. tiny, uh, we're tuny, we're all little loony. We're tiny tuny bitches. We're invading your TV. Here at Acme Anchors, it's a whole wide world of fun. We've been getting and, uh, since 1941. Okay, why do I know that song? Because I'm stoned. And then I also in the 90s. Uh, I was doing a little bit of NHL uh, 94. Oh, fucking the one-timers are so cool in that game. Yeah, it's a good game. You got Sega? You got Sega Genesis? I do, I got the Genesis. Oh, that's fucking rad, man. But I have, like, the uh, one-up uh, arcade cabinet for uh, Mortal Kombat. Did you ever play the Need for Speed? Uh, yeah, isn't... Uh, no, I think so. What game? Was you know, this you one know was what's playing? cool? When I got PlayStation 1, dude, you could put in the game, like, any game you're playing, and then put in a CD, and it would play the game, and you would have the soundtrack of what you were listening to. Like, I put in Dio, Holy Diver. <laughs> It's fucking pretty cool. You can't do that with the new PlayStation. PlayStation wait, wait, you could... for Dio Holy Diver was for what? No, I put in the game like Need for Speed, uh -huh. and it would yeah. load it into the PlayStation. I had a memory card, and then you 
take that disc out while you're playing a game and put it in another disc and have a soundtrack of that game on PlayStation 1. Oh, uh, I never did that. I wouldn't, lo I wouldn't hear the car sounds. I would just play, it's like the car was silent, but you hear like, holy diver, while you're driving and shit. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, I never did that, man. I just uh, had the radio and I put the CD in and I had it next to me, I guess. <laughs> no, PlayStation 1, you could take out the game after it loaded and put in that. <laughs> put in yeah, place. dude, I'm getting my ass kicked, man. Uh, Katana, she's just beating me, man. Oh, Katana's I'm not doing hot. So good. <laughs> yeah, uh, what was it? I went and seen that new Mortal Kombat movie, man, and as soon as he came on screen, like, uh, dudes were just hollering, man. The sequel's coming. I like the new ones, man. I like the old ones, too, except the second one's coming. Oh, dude, who's playing Johnny K? Oh, dude, Keith Urban? Is, Is he, he the Judge Dredd? I don't I heard Judge Dredd. Uh, yeah, the dude who's playing Dredd. Carl Urban. Carl oh, Urban. I love Carl Urban. He also played yeah, fucking, he's doing uh, it. Bones in the new Star Trek movies, dude. Keith Urban. Ah. That would be something to see. But Keith Ur fucking no, Carl <laughs> Urban rules, Keith, dude. He Keith Urban. Dread. I don't think they're related, dude. That version so. of Dread is way better than a than a fucking uh, what's it, Stallone's version, dude. I think he's a better Dread, but I think that is a more interesting movie. Uh, I like the newer one. Um, I think if they would have had the they got rid of Rob Snyder. And they would have had that Dread in that movie. I think it would have been better because the new Dread movie, it, there's not a whole lot going on. It's kind of a Learn very building. contained story. And the actual story of that, the uh, Stallone Judge Dread is like accurate to the comics, like the character, the robots. the um, So like if you put that and that, I think it would be pretty rad. Did you ever see Pathfinder? No. That's no. a Carl Urban, dude. You need to watch that. Um, I'll go to my video store next time, and uh, I'll uh, rent that movie. Talk Pathfinder rules. But uh, where are we at? We're on fucking uh, my way still? I haven't no. got my... Oh, when the walls come down, oh, man. Remember I talked about the Berlin Wall? And oh, then, yeah. Uh... Oh, yeah. So, uh, Jerry, you already talked about it? It's you, Mark. It's my yes. turn. Okay, God damn it. I haven't smoked or drank in a long time this this way. Bruce is back on this song, baby. What what song am I on seven? Okay. The gang vocals rule, the background rules to totally seventies kiss, and oh again the cheese party rock and what? Bruce baby is singing with that guitar. If you ever listen to Shakespeare if you're here to listen to Shakespearean lyrics, you're listening to the wrong band. This is not fucking rush. Just party on, Wayne. Only thing that sucked is they faded out on the Bruce solo when he was going off. Charles, what do you think about this? What in the hell are these lyrics, man? <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. Hey, dip, diddle. I mean... <laughs> I did bring this, that up. This is really shit. Uh, not the worst, but it is far... It's, you know, I mean, it's not the worst, but it's very lame. At least it's consistent consistently bad makes me wonder why i dig this band at all <laughs> this is a van hagar quality all the way yeah, baby. makes yeah, me baby. makes me rethink damn yankees a bit oh bad, bad filler i Here, love damn yankees no 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 i know we all know that but you know what you're talking about the fade up 
You missed the. You almost missed the. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> oh, I don't like no kitty. Believe it's me. Party right. rock, man. He's looking for some pussy. He's looking for some pussy. You said that this album is as good as Creatures. You are not qualified to judge Kiss albums. What's the next song? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, dude, uh, I, I do have a question. Uh, how did this do in Berlin? How did this album do? Did it do all right? Well, I don't know. It sold a million copies Negative. in I, Canada. Negative. Yeah, but uh, what was the charts looking like for Berlin? For Berlin? This album? For it would have been yeah. Ger not Berlin. Yeah, Germany. Like it, was, a, Germany. Yeah. It, was number, it was number 44. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Top 50 album. I think there might be something here. With that Berlin Wall coming well, the down, US, the the Billboard Top 200, it was eighteen. UK was well, number like, four. Germany um, uh, was, was forty-five. 44. Japanese was twenty-one. Norwegian was well, eight. You know, and I heard something that, uh, like, a, like across the wall, it was like uh, hard to get records, right? Yeah. You know, so when it came down, like a lot of records were selling pretty good. Um, so maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe it kind of like, you know, people really wanted to get that Crazy Nights, that oh, Crazy yeah. Crazy yeah. Nights album. So they were like, we got a, this wall tearing it down, wall comes down, people go over to the other side and buy yeah. some records. Totally. The East Germans heard this and said, fuck this shit. The world is ending <laughs> soon. Believe me. What's the next song, Mark? The next song is fucking Reason to Live. Which our uh, buddy, esteemed buddy right here, Jeff picked as his track. So here's Reason to Live on Freeform Rock Podcast.
Hey Jeff, you picked Reason to Live. Why was this your track? Woo! Did you hear that song? That was quite a good track, man. That was good stuff, right? Um, I picked this song, this wonderful song, uh, because the riff is two chords. And that's pretty rad, because some bands use three chords, and Kiss uses two. Uh, so that's pretty rad. Uh, it's a nice song. It's a rad song. Uh, reason to live, you know? That's a nice message. You know, everybody got some reason to live. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, right? That's good stuff. Um, I could play this song on guitar. Nice. Uh, that's why you because like it. Because it has... Because it has two chords. Um, yes, it's, a, it's a, just one, two bar chords, ain't it? One, yeah, I know, right? Isn't that rad? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know how to play. Well, dude, you can play this because it's only two chords, dude. <laughs> yeah, just borrow the seven and fifth fret, man. That's all you gotta do. I, don't know. I know, right? Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. It's Worst. even easier than uh, Bang Bang You, man. Like I thought that was easy, and then I heard this, and I was like, dude, I can play this. I'm going to write up that title. For sure. Uh, yeah, it's rad, man. I give it uh, 50 gold stars. All right, I'll go next so oh, the other man. two could bitch at me. I'll take the heat off you, Jeff. Uh, let's see. What do I got here? Okay, this is totally a power ballad of the time, but this is not the kiss of the 70s. But, man, this song is good and a thousand times better than that fucking atrocious abomination, Beth. I like it, plus the solo by Bruce is so darn killer, man. Jerry. You know what, man? I spent years and years, decades actually, fucking ragging on this song. And I heard it the other day again for the first time in a long time, and man, was I absolutely right for fucking ragging on it all those years. <laughs> it was, it's fucking terrible tune, dude. I mean, does nothing for me. Again, over-synthesized shit, just... Fucking crap on a cracker, dude. It's like fucking get, you get that full bowl of cereal in the morning you're looking forward to, and you fucking pour the milk in, and the milk is fucking rotten and fucking. It just sucks, dude. I don't know how to explain it. It's a terrible song. All right, Cubic Sarconia. Well, if uh, when your walls come down brought down the Berlin Wall, this song caused Desert Storm in the oh. Iraq invasion. Uh, a rather mild MTV hit. Uh, the only thing that this foreigner knockoff has going for it is the uh, chick in the video is very hot. Uh, the song is a terrible flow in the chorus. This is the epitome of Paul chasing trends. And another swing and a miss. Ballads that are written to order don't work, and this is no exception. Not the worst Kiss ballad. And in the context of this the worst Kiss album ever. One of the better songs, actually, especially from Paul. But believe me, it's still weak as fuck. So far from a ringing endorsement. Dude, this, band, this, this band owes us an apology for this shit. Yeah, for the Elder and Unmasked. Not this You're album. Not, sorry, that's better, better, better than Beth, Mark? Come on. Right. Oh, Mark, Beth sucks, dude. I Mark, hate Beth. Mark. I like that. I think it's a pretty cool well, song. Three against one. But fuck, we're we're splitting on this album so far. 
So that's pretty cool. That's what we, oh, dude, uh, another thing about this, the song, dude, I got this uh, compilation, it's like metal ballads, and it has this song on it. You love them compilations. I think it's like, I think it's like, well, I think it's like Metal Masters is what it's called. It has uh, Black Sabbath's uh, No Stranger to Love is on it, um, on the Triumph, uh, World of Fantasy. Oh, is on it. it's that's pretty, a great song. Dude, it's a pretty rad comp. Damn. You like compilations a lot. <laughs> I do, because it's like you put them in there and you got a lot of bands and they play a lot of songs. You're an 80s dude, because compil compilations was the fucking 80s. Like, there was just so many back then. You know, you had KTEL, you had that Now, and then you had fucking. Well, oh, uh, dude, there. Deadline. Deadline, dude. Yeah. Remember, uh, uh, well, that's like a recenter. Recenter. Yeah. A more recenter <laughs> compilation thing. All right. Let's get to the <laughs> next. And they used to. All right, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess so, unless you wanted to talk about... No, go uh, ahead. Talk about it, man. Talk oh, yeah, it. well, like, you know, Deadline, they would come out with, like, uh, some compilations. <laughs> I, they have them a lot on Spotify, and it'll be, like, uh, like music to strip to, and it'll just be, like, 50 hair metal songs that were, like, re-recorded. Or, um, or, like, there was, like, that one, I think it's, like, 80 Sleaze Rock, the one with, like, Faster Pussycat covers. Ooh, um, Faster Pussycat. Um, or, um, oh, the Oasis song, that Wonderwall cover. I don't know that one. Yeah, they cover Oasis on that. They get some pretty funny stuff on there. No, Wonderwall is a fine damn song, so. Uh, I don't know, man. It's not really my bag, but, you know. I think it's, it's their fucking, uh, what do you call it? Fucking Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> That's a fucking great song, Wonderwall. Uh, but, Is it? Yeah, I Charles, why aren't you saying anything about Wonderwall? I'm ready to get to the next song. Okay, then. Oh. We'll get to the next song. Good Girl Gone Bad. Oh, dude, I just fell out of my chair, man. Okay, let me fix this. <laughs> I, I was like, that happens. Well, like, um, yeah, I got it. Well, okay. well I'm going to go with Derry. Good Girl Gone Bad. Mm. Oh, Jesus, come on, man. Um, this It's got some cool riffs, man, but cheesy-ass gene lyrics again. Fucking just so outdated, forgettable. You know, but it sounds like it should shred, man. It just sounds like it was watered down, you know? If they would have added some fucking distortion of the guitarist to it, maybe the song had a chance. But uh, another fucking whiff, man. This song sucks. Two out of five. Yeah, I'll go next. Killer riff to start off with Bruce going off. Then the solo later in the song. Fucking ear candy again. This album rules. Ian Wadley, you're wrong. Fucking this is killer cock rock. Fucking Nate Bushy. Fucking Chris Zach. This album rules. I agree with you. Love this killer rock and roll. Y'all judge way too much, guys. Uh, fucking the elder sucks, and you guys don't like this album. <laughs> you judge you judge you judge the elder too much, man. You're always judging, man. What's well, because I listened to it, it was torture. <laughs> you just said that we judge too much, and there you are judging the elder. Well, because again. I gave, well, I, you're giving your true opinions, but I think old crusty kiss dudes are very biased for the '70s kiss, which is understandable. But I'm not one of those. No, nah, man, no. Nah. The elder is a very divisive album among kiss fans, too, dude. Come on, and unmasked. So. 
<laughs> no, not unmasked. Yeah. Why do you keep bringing that up? Just because I like it. <laughs> well, whatever, L.A. Guns. Rip this guy. But uh, <laughs> I like, uh, is that you? That's a cool song. All right, so what do you think? On uh, good, Unmasked. What do you think of Good Girl Gone Bad, Jeff? Oh, I think it's rad, man. I like this song. I like it when uh, it goes, down, 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 down. You know, that's pretty rad. Uh, it's rad, man. I like this song. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it a uh, five thumbs up. Five thumbs up. Uh, fucking Charles. One on each hand, I guess. Or I guess people only have two, so I guess five of them. Um, yeah, you can have five if you count your big bows and your guy in the middle with your two thumbs. Uh, there you go. A Gene song. So we get a fighting chance that it might be okay. Because Pauls have sucked so bad on this album. Uh, the riff at times rip off, rips off Tears Are Falling. And I guess Gene was like, well, I need to come up with some crappy filler to match the rest because I don't want to hurt Paul's feelings. And this is a poor song. Generic is all hell. But does show that Gene does have a heart after all. To not make Paul look too bad. Because this song fucking sucks, man. It's not good at all. It's the longest song on the album, right? Fucking horrible. What's the next one now? The next one is Turn On The Night, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, turn on the night. Yeah, okay, let me go <laughs> turn it on. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, this song's pretty rad. It had a video, so that's pretty cool. Because it's always nice when songs get videos. Um, I like this song. It's pretty rad. Um, I give it uh, an A++. <laughs> uh, fucking Jerry. Plus. Jerry. <sighs> Why am I laughing? What the? Now we're in fucking Diane Warren fucking territory, which I don't have nothing against Diane Warren, but Diane Warren and Kiss, just like Diane Warren and fucking Aerosmith, don't get along. Oh, no, I think it's rad. I, I think, think they wrote rad. that one song that was pretty cool, dude. Remember? I don't just... like. I want. I wouldn't miss a thing now. Oh, I like that song. It's a nice song. I don't like it. It's not Aerosmith. It makes me want to watch Armageddon. That is a good movie. Is there any? Is there any fucking guitar in this song, dude? It's all fucking synthesizer, dude. It just—it's it, just the epitome of sucky kiss, and I, it hurts me to fucking rag on kiss because I'm a fucking kiss nerd, kiss army motherfucker, and, and it, it hurts me to say this shit about this. But this album just sucks, and this song is the epitome of this album, dude. It is horrible. How the song was a single? What the fuck, dude? I, well, never mind. This song just sucks. Man. One out of five. Terrible song. Dude, I've been listening to this album twice on Sundays. Better than Night Demon uh, and Badfinger. But uh, <laughs> why are you? Why do you have to bring up other other fucking shows, dude? Why? We're talking about one album, dude. I, to, I like Badfinger. I think they're a nice band. Yeah, I know you guys. I, I'm not as smart as you three. 
Yeah, well, I'm not very smart at all, man. But it's like that you gotta do that to defend off. yourself. It's like you don't have to, dude. It's well, a I was joke. Go album. with the joke, dude. Oh, and it gets old because you know, like you do that, and it's just like yeah, you gotta say Chris Zinzak likes this album. So Boy, I hardly that? talk about Chris yeah. Zinzak. Or uh, Nate loves it. We know Nate loves bullshit music. Well, yeah, we he likes that. stuff I don't like. He likes Millie Vanilli. Jeez. My touch on that. And he so. like he likes fucking Debbie Gibson. Okay. I like Debbie Gibson. I think she's very nice. <laughs> that, that, that calls for something. That goes for something. That's true. And I love Chris Sinzak. But yeah. I'm saying Batfinger didn't bomb. It was a good episode. I didn't say it did bomb. I didn't like it. Just because you don't like it, it means it sucks. No, what about, no, no, no. What about the song here? I, 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 wait, no, Charles, let me, let me clarify that. If I think it sucks and it does well, that means I don't get it. Because Night Demon, they're good too. Night Demon's actually getting crawling up on the download list. Just as, but when you don't like it, it's fucking the worst no, thing ever. No, if I don't like it, it's just my opinion. I like to oh. joke about stuff I don't like, like you oh. like to joke about Agar. No, oh no, Hagar's God. What's this song here? Turn on the night. Turn on the night. That's your turn, right, Charles? Or I'll go. Yeah. Oh man, again, this is so bad. The Diane Warren song. Kiss always got the worst of her songs, by the way. You know that one song from that Detroit Rock City movie, Jerry? Oh, oh dude, I love that movie, man. I love that movie also. But that song sucks, man. <laughs> Um, that's uh, probably my least favorite Kiss song yeah, of all it's time. It's really bad. Uh, a rather poor song. Attempting this shout it out loud type thing is uh, against the world anthem thing, but it's as shallow as any late 80s pop was. Millie Vanilli smokes this. <laughs> I mean, when people slam the 80s, I think of this song and the sound of it. Turn this fucker off is what it should be called. Well, then I say, what do I, I say, say? What do I say? I say, this sounds say like Bon Jovi. She don't know me. A little in the beginning, then it's totally 80s cheese. Again, I like it. So. Where is the guitar except for the solo? Where well, is the I, didn't, I just said it's just 80s cheese. I like uh, cheese, man. I like uh, dude, I like uh, Swiss cheese, man. I like Swiss <laughs> cheese also. I like Harvada. I went uh, to yeah. this uh, restaurant, man, called Wayback Burger. Yeah. I don't know. I think it might be a chain. Um, and I had uh, Swiss on my burger today. Better and it was, it was good. Swiss is good. Pepper Jack. Have you tried Pepper Jack? Uh, it's not my thing. Oh. Not a big Pepper Jack guy. Uh, I do like cheesecake. Oh, I love <laughs> cheesecake, dude. I like the um, cheesecake and the when you boy, you can eat both cheesecakes, so I'm good. Dude, how do they make Colby cheese, man? You ever see that where they yeah. got like the two kinds of cheese? They how do the they Swiss, do that? The Swiss and the cheddar, right? Yeah, but how do they make that? They mix it together. They put a mold. They mix it. it? Yeah. The oh, but you know, uh, there's more cheddar than Colby than the Swiss and well, whatever it is. Whatever it is, but uh, fuck. Let's get the last song in the album, Thief in the Night. We are, we are so, we're, we're, we're so knowledgeable on the show. We just fucking go into topics and just 
love explaining shit like how it was cheese Dude, made. We, love are, it, man. we are the partiest <laughs> podcast ever. We are so fucking topical, man. It's so cool. Um, dude, why does Swiss have like holes in it, man? <laughs> and why does Limburger stink? I have no idea. Well, how do they get holes? Why do does anybody know why Swiss has like holes in the cheese? Somebody Wikipedia. It. <laughs> no, let's go into the song. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you know. I yeah. mean, I don't know, man. I think this is. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Does anybody else ever wonder that? I have, but I gave up. <laughs> But let's get the last song on the album, man. Thief in the Night, which, uh, Jerry, you picked this song. So here's Thief in the Night on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Jerry, pick thee for the night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gene, for writing a fucking halfway decent song. This is not a bad song. I mean, it sounds like a hundred songs from that era, but on this album, it's a fucking masterpiece, dude. Um, in my opinion, it is the best song on the album. Um, blows every other other ten away. I give it a four out of five, man. Love it. What do you think about it, Jeff? Oh, dude, uh, I think it's rad, man. Wendy O. Williams did a cover of this, and I like Wendy yep. O. Williams. Um, actually, I would I was gonna pick this song, uh, but you picked it, so I did not pick it. Uh, it's pretty rad, man. I give it uh, four blocks of Colby cheese, and then two <laughs> blocks of Swiss. Well, I figured out the Swiss cheese dilemma for you. Because oh, what was it? Swiss cheese yeah. is made at a warm temperature around 70 degrees Fahrenheit. The cheese is uh -huh. soft and malleable. So malleable. as the, bacteri yeah, the bacteria grow, the gases they emit end up creating round openings. Oh, right on. Because, oh, like, um, I've, I've, I've seen, like, cheese, like Swiss cheese, that doesn't have as many holes in it. <laughs> It's not as holy as uh, the other Swiss cheese. You said holy. So, yeah, holy cheese, man. I'm a holy cow. Hey, man, that's, what I'm that's what I'm talking about, man. We fucking, you know, we're more than a podcast. We educate, man. So <laughs> we, uh, we educate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So keep going, Jeff. You were talking. I gave you the reason why. Cheese oh yeah, yeah, and then uh, that, that was it, dude. I gave this song like uh, a, a good ring. <laughs> All right, and then I go. <laughs> yeah, man, it's rad, man. This song's rad. Oh, what about you, Jared? Have you heard the Wendy Williams uh, cover or version? I have. I have, song? I, have uh, I have, and it's better. <laughs> I love so, uh, Yeah, man, Wendy Williams. She's pretty rad, man. I like it, dude. Uh, you do be rad, dude. If they would do um, kind of like uh, what they did with Hellraiser, where they had Lemmy and Ozzy, you know, yeah. maybe they add Gene to the Wendy Williams one. Kind of have them like doing a duet. That'd be weird. She you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, no. So is Lemmy, but Lemmy, yeah. Le they did like. Uh, but you do know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, because they both recorded that song. So no, yeah, they both recorded it. So they added. Uh, uh, Lemmy's voice to the Ozzy song, but I mean, kind of like add Gene to the Wendy song, you know, that could be pretty cool, man. and I think that would be rad, man. <laughs> I don't know about you dudes, but I would dig that, because I like Wendy Williams, and I like uh, Kiss, and I like Gene, and I like this song. Alright, so let me get... And to I like Swiss cheese. <laughs> let me get to... I like Pepper Jack better, but let's get to uh, Pepper Jack uh, Fried as a corn dog is amazing, but uh, no, that's not his name. His name's not Pepper Jack. No, but Pepper Jack, you put it in corn dog batter and fry it because we did that for Halloween. Uh, I don't know, dude. That doesn't really sound like it's my thing. It's amazing, dude. I've had it. So you're hearing it from the you're hearing it from the corn dog king. Yeah, we did that for Halloween. We put like a chipotle uh, pineapple sauce on top of it and some fucking oh. other sauce. It was so good, dude. And then our uh, chest fucked up and forgot about it, and we didn't do it. Oh, dude, uh, what is it? Uh, Sbarro's. The were pissed. Oh. Yeah, Sbarro's. Sbarro's in the mall, they used to have this Chipotle sauce for uh, breadsticks. Yeah. It used to be pretty rad, man. I love me some Sbarro's. They use...
mozzarella cheese. Yeah. On their pizza. <laughs> All right. Well, tomorrow's rules. We had, we had one opened up down the street about a year ago. They're fucking awesome. Oh, they opened it. They oh, they got you got Sbarros. I got Sbarros yeah, here too. You know, the, you know, the, dude. You know those, dude, you know, those, you know those, you know those TA truck plazas. Like 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 uh, fucking pilot and all that shit. Bucky's. Yeah. You know those type of places. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like inside that with a with a Hardee's and a, a Mexican restaurant. Dude, oh man, they have one in Ohio. Yeah. Nice, they have. I seen one of those. Of them here, they had, right? you know where? Yeah, they, they had one in where, Ohio. You know where they filmed Back to the Future at the Pointy Hills Mall? They have one in there. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying like Sbarros. I'm saying these like truck stop type places, but Sbarros. I went to like Ohio and they had one, and I was like, dude. You guys got one. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we do. It's right here. And I'm like, right on. And they did not have that Chipotle breadstick sauce that I was oh, talking man. about. But I do remember getting a pizza. Although this was about like 10 years ago. So. Yeah, yeah man. Sabaros, man. I love me some Sabaros, man. Fantastic pizza. Yeah. And then we get to uh, what I think about the last song on the album. Uh, this is a killer album closer, like Crazy Nights, killer opener. Love it. And Bruce goes off again. Fuck, they faded out on him again. He was going to fuck off at the end of this song. I give this album, because I liked all 11 tracks, 11 out of 11 bong rips. Charles Cubitz Carconia. About as interesting as the history of Swiss cheese and Sbarro pizza. All right. <laughs> The Paul McCartney clone from the show Beatlemania, Mitch Weissman, which meant Gene probably changed a word to get her co-write. Uh, third best Gene song, thankfully ends this record in Paul's reign of terror. But again, <laughs> far from a good song. And uh, this is the worst Kiss album ever. And those that think it's 11 bomb rips, that it's a good Kiss album, they're tired from listening to rock music. Okay, and the next two songs, please. Oh, God. Well, I got I got a question though. I got a question. Okay, so did you say like it was the third best Gene song? Yeah. Like on the album? It's his third best song on the album. He had four. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good, but I mean, yeah, you like it? It's a little heavier. It's a heavier song. Nah, man, it still sucked. Like the well, where do you rank the Gene songs, man? I'm kind of curious. Uh, I loved Hell or High Water. Then No No. Okay. Then that uh, Thief in the Night, and then whatever that other garbage one was. Uh, the Good Girl Gone Bad. Yeah, Good Girl Gone Bad was. Uh, really, Paul. really. Oh, it's oh, right on. Paul was complete shit on this album. <laughs> Dude, didn't that didn't, didn't that Mitch Weissman guy wasn't he on Gene's solo album too? Yes, he was, and he co-wrote uh, some songs with Paul on Animalize. Harvey Weinstein? Harvey. No, Mitch Weissman. <laughs> what? Well, who? Which? Who? Mitch, Mitch Weinstein. Weissman. Mitch Weinstein. Weinstein. Weissman. Harvey Weisman. Weisman, Weisman. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. I was like, I didn't know that, man. He played Paul. I didn't, he played Paul I didn't know. Uh, he came around because on Gene's solo album, he wanted to get Paul and John Lennon. And they said, no, because you suck. So he got <laughs> the dude from Beatlemania, Mitch Weisman, and whoever the guy was that did Lennon. You suck. 
And that was it. Although, but you know, the thing about Paul is Paul's a big like Alice Cooper fan. He's a big Sabbath fan. We know. I, know, I guess. And on Psycho Circus, which is a ripoff of Seventeen. Yeah, but it's just kind of like it because like Paul's like like he does like hard rock music. I met Paul McCartney, the real Paul, not not Paul Stanley, who's Stanley Ice. <laughs> no, that's what I meant. I like, meant like Paul McCartney. Oh, McCartney. Oh, no, he, he likes who? Uh, he likes uh, Alice Cooper, and he likes Black Sabbath. When did that happen? Um, there's like a Aussie documentary, and, 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 and Paul McCartney's in it, and he talks about Black Sabbath. McCartney and um, like Alice. Um, Alice Cooper, he did a color cover of uh, Eleanor Rigby, yeah. and I guess uh, Paul McCartney contacted Alice Cooper to sing this, and he was also did that song with Hollywood Vampires. So, like, nice. Paul McCartney likes Sabbath, he likes Alice Cooper, but he's not a Kiss fan, so, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I think Lennon hung out with him, though. What? Lennon hung out with Cooper a lot. Oh, he did. They were yeah, part no, of the Harlowood. Yeah, Empire, but like, uh, I'm saying, like, in uh, Rainbow. I'm saying, like, Paul McCartney actually did a song with Alice Cooper. Kind of, but Gene Simmons actually thought Paul McCartney and John Lennon would come out of retirement together and come on his album, which is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, uh, Paul McCartney's no, like, he likes hard rock music. He's just no Kiss fan. <sighs> I didn't he likes. Know. He, he's not a Kiss fan. I just know that he was like. They were like, "No, we're not doing Gene Simmons' album." That's all well, I know. All right, guys. I don't know. Can we move on to the next two tracks? The well, if I ever meet uh, Paul McCartney, I don't know. Paul McCartney's not a Chris Jericho fan. Well, who is? No, he's not. No, no he's, smart. <laughs> he's smart. Have you ever heard that story? He's a Chris Jericho fan. Come on. No, he's not a Chris Jericho fan. Good. Good man. Smart man. He, like, uh, yeah, there's, like, a story where he met him, and he was just, like, could you get away from me? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, let's get to the bonus tracks here, because we got a video to do, and I want both of these guys on. Ah, oh, God. Then we get to, uh, let's put the X in sex. Jerry, why are you picking two bonus tracks? Ha. <laughs> Wow, this I picked the two bonus tracks because you know I might fuck it because these two actually would fit on this album in my opinion. You know? <laughs> well, do one at a time. <laughs> put them on there. <laughs> oh, Let's put the X in sex, man. Jeez, uh, I uh, what? Uh, this song. Do you want me to talk, man? It seems like you're having <laughs> no, trouble, dude. dude. <laughs> I'm trying to put in the words how I feel about this song, dude. And it's just so you know, just so you like it, right? <laughs> the video or do you not like it? This song sucks. Dude. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> this is this is probably the this would qualify as the worst song on Crazy Nights so far. But we still have one more to go, so that might have qualified. Would be the worst song on Crazy Nights. Even the girls on the video weren't that attractive. I mean, just a terrible video, man. Terrible, terrible song. Terrible video. Just nothing. Next, it sucks. What do you think about it, Jeff? Oh, this song, dude. This song is rad, man. Yeah. Because um, it's like sex has an X in it. And let's put wow. the X in sex, man. You know, that's pretty cool. Pretty genius if if you think about it, man. I think it's some brilliant songwriting, man. 
I love me some good wordplay like this. Um, it kind of sounds like um, uh, Rex Manning. Kind of has a Rex Manning sound to it. A Robert, Robert Palmer sound. I mean, maybe it just has something to do with the girls in the video doing sort of like a similar kind of thing to the um, Simply Irresistible video. Or uh, what was the other video? What was the video with the girls? Uh, uh, I didn't mean to turn you on. No, 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 the no, same no. Girls there, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about the other one. Uh, Simply Irresistible. Well, you had... Uh, I forgot. Maybe it was maybe it was simply resistible, but you know, you got the girls in the row and you got the dude in the middle. Kind of reminds me of that. Kind of has like a sound similar to that, and I think it's rad, man. I give it uh, a block of Colby. Block of Colby. Uh, huge block of Colby cheese. Actually, dude, you know what? I give it a huge block of mozzarella, dude. Damn, with marinara sauce. The song, the song you're referring to is "Addicted to Love," I believe. Yeah, yeah addicted to love. love. Yeah, there you go. It kind of has like that sound, man. I don't know. What do you guys think? You think it sounds kind of like a no, Robert Palmer song? Not, a, not, not at all. What about Rex Manning? Do you think it sounds like a Rex Manning I don't song? Like Rex Manning. I did a podcast on him. Uh, uh, do you guys like? Do you guys think it sounds like Rex Manning, like a Rex Manning song? I can't say. I'm not even familiar with the dude, so. Uh, from, uh, Empire Records. Oh. Empire Records, you ever movie. seen that movie? Yes. Yeah, yes. with Rex Manning. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, it kind of has a Rex Manning, yeah, has a Rex Manning sound. Yeah. I think it's a wonderful song, man. Big block of mozzarella, man. Yeah. Right. Whoa! And then we get to, uh, me. Let's put the X in sec. This starts off like a 70s Kiss song with the guitars. Man, I thought I didn't like this song, but it's so fucking cheesy. Just get rid of the Aerosmith keyboard horns. It'd be a perfect song. Fuck yeah. And more cowbell, bitch. What do you think about it, Charles? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on dude. Uh, sorry, Charles. Uh, dude, I figured out another thing I could say. Um, over at, we got a pinball place called Pinball Pete. And they have smashes, thrashes, and hits on the uh, jukebox. And when me and my friends would go there and play some pinball, we would uh, play the song because it's awesome. Because it's hilarious. It's a hilarious song, man. How could you not laugh? It's funny. Sex. X. Funny. So, uh, uh, Cubic Sarconia. Oh, man. This was a grueling listen. All the way around. Love's like a muscle and it makes me want to... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, dude! That's, that's not amazing! Funny. No, you don't not, think that's funny? Or funny. No. That's hilarious. It's funny stuff, man. A muscle. It's cheesy, sleazy. I love it's, cheesy and sleazy. Partly, according to some encyclopedia of Kiss, has a semi-catchy beat. Semi-catchy. Dude, this song fucking blows as hard as anything on the Crazy Nights album. I can't believe I kept listening to this band. I really can't. This 80s shit is the worst. Go ahead. Next song. And we get to You Make Me Wanna Rock Hard, uh, Jeff. Oh, dude. Well, thank you. <laughs> Did you get that, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's funny. Um, yeah. 
You make me want to rock hard, man. I mean, it's funny because it could be you make me want to rock hard, right? Like you're rocking. <laughs> like, but it also could mean you're getting an erection, yeah, which is also pretty baby. funny. I mean, I, that's good stuff, man. That's party funny, rock. man. Party rock. That's hilarious. That's a good double entendre. Or is it entendre? It's entendre. You're right. Entendre. Yeah. Entendre. That's a good double entendre right there, man. Really Rock was great at those. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's funny. It makes me laugh. Um, I give it A++. Plus. Plus. <laughs> plus. Uh, I'll go next. And then uh, you make me want to rock hard. Well, this is a rocker, a killer cowbell. Guess it's one of the songs that crusty old Kiss heads hate again. I don't, this is a killer rocker. All these cheesy Kiss songs have that 70s Kiss sound to them, to me. <laughs> but especially the background riffs have that 70s Kiss sound. I don't think, I don't know, understand why you guys don't like this album. It's, it's a great <laughs> album, man. And this is a great fucking smashes, trashes, and hits. Bonus track. I like it. Uh, Jerry. Why? It's like when you get the Crazy Night album. Let's get let's write a song with Desmond Child. Let's write a song with Diane Warren. Let's fucking do a song with both of them. And let's totally make it suck. And this song fucking blows, dude. It's horrible, dude. Just, you know, the lyrics. You make me rock hard, baby, all night. Loves like a glove and a fits just right. I mean, seriously, dude. Those are some fucking That's like Aerosmith's 70s lyrics, lyrics dude. Terrible. Uh, I, oh, dude. Um, I do got to say, since you brought up Desmond Child, I think they brought it up as like a joke. I think he, he might have brought it up as like a joke to him. And Paul was like, oh, I like that. And he's like, you do? You like that? That's. Like, he was like, all right, I guess, you know, like, he brought, it was like, I was, you know, kind of, like, joking, but I guess if you really like it, I guess we'll have it be a song. And, uh, yeah. and just to add smashes, thrashes, and hits, man, they fucking weakened a whole bunch of songs off that album. Well, I, hated, but, I hated Beth anyway, so it didn't piss me off. They I made Love Gun. Beth. Love Gun was rad, man. I like that song. What is up with that fucking opening drum beat for I Love It or Rock and Roll All Night? What the fuck, dude? That was so bad. Um, love Eric Gun, Carr the Love Gun. Be, yeah, Eric Carr didn't want to do that, but he had to. And he, he sang it all right, but you can tell he just, this, that whole album, they just totally ruined the fucking greatest hits, in my opinion. What about Love Gun? Did you like the Love Gun with the uh, solo? You know what? I haven't listened to it in a song. I'm going to have to. I, I um I think Ralph actually uh Dr. Fuck himself actually prefers that one. Mm. Um because they take the chorus out so you can hear the solo. I got something to say about it. Well, you're next. I know. About about Love Gun or the uh, actual song? Okay. No, he's gonna... next about the song. You made it no. rock hard. No, there's something about that. That is the only reason why to listen to Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. You have the probably the best version of Love Gun ever made. Ah, yeah, dude. That guy knows what's up. You cut that. Yeah, cut that Paul screaming out over the solo, and you get that great, real awesome Kiss guitarist and Ace Frehley shining there. So oh. I agree with and Doctor Fuck and anybody. So. Uh, where did where did he get the solo from that? Like I know there was a song that like inspired that solo. Do you know what it was? 
I have no idea, to be honest. Uh, I remember a guitar magazine, Ace was talking about it. That, like, the uh, guitar solo was inspired by a song, I can't remember. But it's awesome, because, yeah, you don't get Paul screaming over it, so you get the pure Ace solo, and it's awesome. So I agree (laughs) with that. But... Uh, I Love It Loud is neutered down. It sounds terrible. Nah, yeah, the drums, dude. I didn't, the drums aren't as good as the original drums. This is but like wrestling r- talk to me. Kiss nerd talk. <laughs> uh, Love Gun on Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits is worth the checking out, I would okay, say. I'll check it out. But you make me rock hard. You know, um, I actually did. Um, I kind of like the flange on that deuce. The dudes, they kind of have like a little bit of a flange. Uh, don't like that at uh, all, man. Just totally, it totally matters, man. I really yeah. like a live deuce the best. Uh, you know, I'm not saying it's better, but I kind of like it. Uh, you know, because it's kind of cool for some songs that I love. You know, to hear just different, different uh, versions of the songs that I love. You know, yeah. kind of like uh, like Dio when they did that Holy Diver. A little while back with like the different mix. The remix? That was amazing. I yeah, yeah. It. Like it's just yeah. yeah, like it's just kinda cool to hear like different you know different versions of songs yeah. that you hear all the time that that you love, I guess. Yeah, man, that box that rules. So does the Prince and the Revolution one for Purple Rain. Uh, you know, I don't have that. I don't have that. I do have the Batman soundtrack somewhere. You, if you want any prints, dude, if you got Dropbox, I'm there. <laughs> um, I do not have a Dropbox. Well, I, sign up for a Dropbox. I send you like three or drop- at a time. I, it's where I can. Send, I think I'm okay. It's where I can send I huge I... files of music to you, and you can put um, your digital transition or whatever. Uh, I don't have any of that fancy pants stuff, man. You don't have stuff, a, a Android or a fucking <laughs> iTunes? Uh, iTunes? I think. I, I used to. You know, you would be a great DJ on that metalstation.com. Would I? I mean, I got... Dude, you could of... do a two-hour show and kill it. You should contact Metal Mike. Oh, goodness. I don't know if anybody would want to listen to it, oh, man. I don't dude, think I so. would listen to you, dude. I guess so. I don't you, know. I'm you not play really... some songs that nobody would fucking know and get people into different types of shit. That's awesome. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Uh, you yeah. got to move the song, guys, man, if I'm going to do a video. All right. Yeah, we... yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was our the, review of uh, Kiss. I didn't do the song. Oh, go ahead, Charles. He didn't talk about the rock hard yet, My, dude. I thought he did. He was talking about... Fucking... No, he talked about Love Gun. He talked about Love Gun. He didn't talk about rock hard, man. We got to okay, talk. We got to hear ahead. this man ahead, talk Charles. about the rock hard. Yeah, Charles needs to make me rock hard. Go, Charles. Big surprise. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> cool. All right. There you go. All right, man. That's that, it? That, oh, okay. That, that was our review of Crazy Nights by Kiss. So it's two and two, so it's split. Me and Jeff like it. Jerry and Charles hate it. So you make your own decision. You have your own opinion. That's what we're here for. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't sound like they hated it. They like some songs off. No, no they, they, they hated it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you guys like some songs? It's no, the worst they like album. one or two. It's the worst. Yeah, like one or two. That's pretty good, dude. Not one really. or two songs. Not to no. a kiss. Not to a kiss nerd, dude. Ever. Yeah, but there's like some bands that you don't like any songs. You know, I mean, one or two songs. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. It's still the worst. I, yeah. 
All right, well, let's get to the tracks of the week. I just say choo-choo on this album. Jerry, you picked Coming Under Fire by uh, Ten-Armed Death Leopard. I did. Why? Because it's one of their best songs. Okay. <laughs> and it's the real Death Leopard. It's the real fucking Death Leopard. Yeah, and it kind of fits uh, into the. It kind of fits into the topic what we're talking about. Even of. though that song blows anything off this album away, but <laughs> it's a good tune, man. All right, Charles, you picked "Working Man" by Rush. Yeah, <laughs> real Rush. Fuck off. Oh god, is that why you picked it? Because it was real Rush. I love that song. It's a great song. It became a medley with In the Mood at 2112 later in their live shows. But, uh, Jeff. I need to be. I love it. Both, you know, both of you and Charles pick songs to piss me off. Uh, you picked the Tom Sawyer Live by Sebastian Bach. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. A video posted on YouTube by a guy named Drunken Eric. You know, <laughs> Drunken Eric, if you're listening to this. You know, right on. Keep on rocking and stuff. Yeah, Sebastian Bach covering Tom Story. Sebastian Bach, one of the greatest people to ever exist. Love that dude. He's a hero of mine. And he's covering Tom Story. I think he, it's like, uh, he only plays it for about two minutes. But it's fantastic. It's a wonderful song with a wonderful drummer. And a wonderful, uh, wonderful band. Wonderful band playing a wonderful song. Sebastian Bach covering Tom Sawyer. Amazing. I give it, um, 20 thumbs up. 20 thumbs up. Yeah, I don't agree. But, uh, then, um, I picked Bon Jovi Breakout. I think it goes with this album perfectly. From their first Breakhouse? album. Breakout. Absolutely it does. Absolutely that song is wonderful with this album. Yeah, Bon Jovi Break Um Break Out? Yeah, from the first album. Oh yeah. Great um, song. Okay. I love it. I don't know that song, dude. Well you should go check it out. <laughs> Breakout's fucking Yeah, amazing. maybe I might. I mean I mean I like uh what was it, Ace Freely? That's a song called Breakout. Oh, this song's better. <laughs> is it's better? Yes. I like it way better. Oh man, Ace what is it better than the Foo Fighters breakout? No. <laughs> no, not that no. good. I love the Foo Fighters breakout. I love Dave Grohl. Uh, but so, but do you? So it's in between Ace Frehley's breakout, Bon Jovi's breakout, and then you got the Foo Fighters breakout. Yep, makes okay. sense. So that was our uh, inter, uh, review of Kiss Crazy Nights by Jerry Supe. So we already gave you our final thoughts. So we are done. Any final thoughts, uh, Jerry? Like and subscribe, man. Like and subscribe, man. Uh, That's about it. Jeff, any final thoughts? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Kiss is rad. Kiss is rad. What about you, Charles? Well, I always, always would love to thank uh, Jeff Beers, the raddest dude ever, for appearing on the episode. Thanks for... Uh, oh, dude, anytime, man. Anytime. Well, maybe not any time. Yeah. Um, we got to get you Yeah, on I would always love to be on. We got to get you on one that maybe you don't think's rad. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I like, uh, I mean, that would have to be like a Kid Rock. Or yeah, Kid Rock would be great. But anyway. We should, uh, we should get him on a scribble. Yeah. 
But, oh, yeah, that guy uh, with uh, the music. I think I've heard that guy's music. Yeah. He's <laughs> Actually, it would be, be kind of cool, cool to have him on our next VS session show. Yeah. <laughs> Scribble. To see what he doesn't like. Oh, Scribble. Oh, we already got two people on there, don't we? I'm just yeah. saying. I'm we just could saying. do three because I, I pretty got the time going with Al last week, so we're good. Is I got good uh, it's a fun episode, even though this is the worst Kiss album ever. Yeah, it was, but uh, that was. I don't know, dude. I I like this more than uh, Sonic Boom and uh, Monster. I like Monster better than this, but I do like this album. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't count my stuff. So, all right, man. Well, let's get let's get the fuck out of here, man. Uh, just uh, like and subscribe. Give us a five star review, which my wife said earlier in the show. So let's get the fuck out of here and do the video later, guys.
the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the Freeform Rock Show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.